the best moments from the Crash and Mars Show. Now radio. All right, guys, it's a question that has baffled everyone for centuries. Which is the quickest way to get your food? Drive through or order inside? It depends on the time of day. It's I, always drive through. I've tried both, and I I see a drive through lineup, and I'm like, not today, and I go inside, uh-huh. and I make note of that vehicle that I would have been behind. You got it. Uh-huh. And then I walk inside, I'm like, damn it, there's a little bit of line here. I'm waiting, 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 no, waiting. So you and then I the see vehicle? that damn yes. vehicle go by the window, and I'm like, oh, I made a bad choice. <laughs> it's always a bad choice. I don't think I've ever won by going inside. I've never worked in the drive through or like fast food or anything. Mm-hmm. Does drive through take priority? Yes. Like on all orders? Yeah. Because you want to keep that line moving, right? Well, and there's a timer on the drive through so yeah. it's, it times from the second that the tires cross over at the uh, the menu and they place their order uh-huh. and when they leave. Mm. So if you're not hitting those times properly, then your manager gets real upset with you. And they take your headset away. They're like, you're not ready for this. You got to talk to real people now. <laughs> I'm like, no, not the front. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Do they put, I've never worked on uh, a drive through situation, but from the outside looking in, it looks like they put the heavy hitters on the drive through Yeah, because it's quick. The like the, get the best done. workers. Yeah, yeah the yeah. who know what they're doing. They're like the top guns yeah. the fast right. food game. Like you work up to drive through. Yes. Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, one Vancouverite decided that they needed an answer, so they went to the one's place you go when you need answers, mm. the news. Oh, the news. <laughs> and the news said, you know what? We are going to look into this, and mm. they did. The funny thing about it is the majority of restaurants refused to comment oh. to the news's request, CBC. Oh. McDonald's, A&W, and Wendy's will not respond. Why? Over which is faster, your drive through or you're in person because they wanted to know it was their priority. However, Starbucks did provide a statement. They said that their priority is to provide the best Starbucks experience no matter where our customers find us. Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. So it was just like a blanket statement Mm -hmm. that makes them look good. However, they did have some secret shoppers go in and here's what they found out. When it comes to which is the faster uh, way to get your food, the drive-thru or the walk-in, it turns out you guys are right. Drive through is the faster. Yeah. As a matter of fact, they were able to do a little bit of hanging around inside the stores, and they said that the priorities were clear. As a matter of fact, there were um, countdown clocks, mm-hmm. but they weren't for the drive through, they were for the in store. Drive through, 30 seconds. In store, two minutes and 30 oh, seconds. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So that's mm. how that's they the were worst. able. Yeah, they said dining orders had to be up and ready to go in two and a half minutes, and they could see the clock countdown. Yeah. While meals that were destined for the drive-thru needed to be ready when the driver pulled up to the second window, mm. which allotted everybody around thirty seconds to throw your meal together. Mm. I that's crazy. I, it completely ruins my day when I make my order <laughs> and I get to the window and uh, I pay. And then you're waiting for your food or whatever. And they're like, oh, can you just pull up in the front? Yeah. Worst day ever. I hate it. Because now that means I'm waiting forever. Yeah. And they scare me every single time they come up to my window because I'm not paying attention. Oh, and they're like, do, do. And I'm, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for my fries. You do get to eat rationally. Anyway. I do. I do. It's, yeah. it's probably not healthy, but I, I hate it and my day is ruined. Yeah. Aww. It brings a lot of, on a lot of anxiety, too, because you're terrified they're going to forget you. Yeah. Because now you you're out of sight, people, out of like, mind. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You feel like no one remembered yeah. you. 
And sometimes I feel like saying, no, I'm not going to pull up. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, not gonna wait. I'm going to wait. Why is the food not ready? <laughs> sometimes it takes a minute. No. Oh, boy. <laughs> I will take the cold fries over fresh burning hot fries and waiting five minutes. Now, industry leaders also said that in the world of fast food, drive through is king. And after doing a number of surveys, here's what they found. drive through customers are notoriously fickle. In other words, like Crash was just saying, <laughs> if you have a bad experience in the drive-thru a couple of times, you're not going to go back. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you are more likely to not go back to a restaurant because of what you experienced in the drive-thru than what you experienced in store. Mm. Therefore, restaurants will also put more priority yeah. on drive-thru customer oh, service. No. And like Tim's primarily is good. Like they they get you through, they get sure. you in and out. Uh, majority of the time, I haven't had a problem. Yeah. The the drive through, the Tim's drive through that I avoid at all costs is uh, the one in front of uh, McEwen University on 104. Oh yeah. That is the worst drive through at Tim's I've ever been to. Wait, wait a second. We love all the Tim's people who are working. Well, yeah, but I'm just yeah, just not everyone. Those just not those people. Uh, no, but the drive through it's a double barrel. Like they take two orders, and I don't know if they can't handle it. Or what? But the lineup goes onto the street all the time. Oh, they're just so busy. And then I thought, well, the drive-thru is so long, I'll go inside. Sure. Inside, even worse. No. I don't know what is going on in there. All the students are there. Yeah, Yeah. it's right by a college campus. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody's wrong with it. But there were no students in there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, why is this so busy? (laughs) Now, they do say that drive-thru customers are also not as loyal as dine-in. In other words, if you're making the effort to go in, Mm. you're probably going to go back. But if you're not getting out of your car... You might not go back if you have a bad experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, Crash mentioned something that people do, and I am terrified of this now. Uh As people just say no, they won't pull ahead. People do say that? Oh, really? I would never. (laughs) But I have thought about it because I'm like, no, no, I don't want to wait. My best friend just says no. My husband says no. (laughs) What do you mean no? And you just wait at the window? look at... This text here, 56789 from Cal, says, I've told them, no, I'm not pulling forward. It's a common menu item with no special request. They should have told me when I ordered it. It was going to take longer. Oh, oh. I, but what about all of us behind you, Cal? There's I'm, no, nobody cares. Oh, my God. I I get angry, but I begrudgingly yeah, go you to go. the, I go to the next window or go to that stall. Sure. Yeah. We all yeah. put our head down. And I'm angry. Do but, what we're told. <laughs> no. And then you just roll your window up? Yeah, that's what every... This text here says, Crash, I've said no. This is from Heather in really? Westlock. Says there's nothing they're going to do about it. I guess, yeah. What are they going to do? I w- I I'm went- behind you. I'd be like, come on. I went back after waiting a half an hour, and when they asked me to pull forward, I said no. I'm sorry. The last time you didn't get my food out in a timely manner, so I will wait. You waited half an hour? So they forgot your item. Oh, I've, I've been, yeah. I've, I was forgotten once at that third window. Oh. You know, some oh. McDonald's have the two yeah. windows, and then there's the distant third. Not Which the, you don't want to be at. Not the separate stalls to pull ahead, but just the third window yeah. sometimes you get sent to. Mm. And I got forgotten up there. Oh. They were very sweet about it. Did yeah. you? Did they sweeten waited, the deal? Because you can't do anything once you're there, because McDonald's, yeah. they do numbers. Oh, there's yeah. cars coming through, so I waited for a gap in traffic, and then I backed up. <laughs> and I mentioned, and like, hey. like, oh my God. And they had this bag of food. Oh, like we no. thought we thought you left. Wow. And then the managers they like made it right. They were very sure, nice. Yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it happened to me. I was oh forgotten. Well mistakes are gonna happen. We're yes, all human. Happened. But still you gotta pull it forward, gang. You can't say Yeah, you can't say no. You can't, you can't no. say no. But now, with your story, Ginge, oh my God. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> so it does happen. 
<laughs> but you you gotta you gotta go. Yeah, you yeah. gotta keep it moving. Well, I, I have, get it. You gotta have like some sort of decency for people around you. Yeah. And now you're creating you some awareness. Time bomb for all those employees inside because oh, everyone yeah. behind you now is waiting much longer than they should have had to yeah, because yeah. of you. And now when they get to that window, it's just a backlog. They're gonna they're gonna be a little you know a bunch of little crashes driving up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of angry people. This text here at five six seven eight nine says that's a total Karen move. Just get going, people. <laughs> I know it pisses me off, but I, I move. Well, and also, I, I get moving. Uh, just don't don't tick off the people who are handling your food. What? Don't tick off the people who are handling your food. And you see them in there like they are working. Yeah. Oh, especially because yeah. it's the busy places it happens at. Yeah. You're asked to pull ahead. It's your Tim's, your McDonald's. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. The ones that are just constantly full. Yeah, they're just constantly pumping out stuff. I get it. I get it. There's a lot going on there. I would just be absolutely terrible in the drive-through yeah. window. Oh, some people are saying it's more about because they want to get that car out of the drive-through so it doesn't hurt their time, even if there's no one in line. Yeah, is that, that makes happening? Sense. Uh, yeah, that's happened to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Where I'm like, well, why wouldn't I just wait here? Oh. And they told me to pull in front. And then I wait, and then they come out the front door and hand me like a, a coffee. Oh, because they got to get Americano. your vehicle out of the drive-thru. They don't line. want it in the drive-thru, yeah. And there was no one behind me. Oh. This text here and says, my food is not getting cold because you're being a jerk. You're getting my power horn if you won't move. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we, don't know we don't know they said no. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The deal. You never know. Yeah. I guess if the car's yeah, just have... sitting there for five minutes, you'll just start leaning so on your easy, horn. Easy on the power horn, too, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Because it might not be the driver. <laughs> what is the? How does Tim's get away with one window? I McDonald's don't know. has, like we mentioned, three at some locations. Yeah, yeah. And Tim's is running one yeah. window. Yeah, they got the the menu board and one window. And majority of the time, like uh, it's efficient. They're moving. I'm rarely waiting a long time in a Tim's lineup. Yeah, well, that's like Starbucks too. They just have the one window. Yeah, Starbucks takes forever. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not a good window. <laughs> well, listen, if you're asking for an extra phone, hey, I, I get. I'm just saying they're not. Three, not a conversation. About <laughs> <laughs> if I'm pulling into Starbucks, I can't be pissed. You I know, know I'm gonna wait. It takes a couple minutes for me to count your ice cubes. Okay, <laughs> give me so a second. True. <laughs> yeah. So true. So true. All right, this is kind of a cool thing. Uh, Edmonton ha is, says that they are now going to aim to draw bigger esports events to the city and they've pledged to work with groups and organizations to create an attractive destination being here for this huge industry that's just getting bigger and bigger. Now, City Council is asking administration to help bring midsize and large events to Edmonton. So far, only smaller local esports events have been held in the province, but it looks like we well, we've got that arena. Let's get some esports in there. Those are fascinating. I don't think I would ever go to one, but they are fascinating to see pictures of like these big venues yeah. in arenas yeah. and like the caliber of it. You're like, wow. It's crazy. Hey? And like your top prizes are like, it's like millions of dollars. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Now, earlier this year, the Alberta Esports Association hosted an expo and they had no problem selling tickets. As a matter of, matter of fact, they sold 3,500 tickets. Whew. So then that was at their top end. Mm -hmm. So it'd be kind of crazy. Uh, they do say it would be kind of neat to see Edmonton to become the home of some big esports events in Canada. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. If you're totally into those games like that's 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 a concert for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're seeing like the best in the world compete. Is yeah, that yeah. yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Are your kids interested in like 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 gaming competitively? Oh. Yeah, well, they talk. They don't like they. You know, they watch streamers and stuff like yeah, that. For yeah, for sure. Does that weird you out? You're yeah. like, why? Well, it just doesn't. Yeah, I guess it's like generational. It's yeah, like yeah. I watch sports though, and that's no. That's true. I'm yeah. watching other people play a game. 
Right? Yeah. They're watching yeah, yeah, yeah. people play, play a, game. a video yeah, Why not? The same yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What game is there one of their favorites to watch? Uh, they just like yeah, they watch people stream yeah. Fortnite, but it's it's the streamers themselves than less the game. It's right. the personality. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. The they got their little box in the, the corner. Less the or, game, yeah. yeah. Who are that's a real type. Uh the, the ones that uh, are well, huge. Yeah, they're on Twitch, yeah. Yeah. Their like, personalities. Yeah. Oh, but I mean yeah. their their target audience is ten year olds. So yeah. there's a certain sure. yeah, yeah. yeah vibe you gotta put out there, but it's uh not mm. for me. <laughs> yeah, right. You guys ever spend spending time watching yeah, it? I'm like what what's the hype? Yeah. yeah. And I've tried like several of the top streamers and I'm like, I just can't I just can't it's get into us. it. No. No, it's They're not, not for us. Yeah, yeah. Haley, do you watch people play video games, streamers? Mm. No. Mm. No. No, I don't find it interesting. Yeah. I guess you just really have to be in, into that game, maybe? Yeah, I think it's a bit of both. Yeah, you like that game. Yeah. And because they are good at the games. And yeah, you like yeah. that. You mm-hmm. like the personality. You like the, the streamer themselves. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody listening right now, just quickly at 56789, shoot us a text, that if you're an adult, are you into watching streamers play? What what streamer are you watching? Because I would imagine a lot of people watch like top streamers for uh, like hints and tips on uh, certain games that you're playing. Right? Yeah, I would think so. Maybe I don't know. And sometimes they'll watch to play games that they won't know. They know, they know they're not going to play. Mm. Like mm. sometimes because there's like some like spooky games out. There's like Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, yeah. Awesome. oh yeah. There's some terrifying. Like you stuff. can't handle it. That, it's a little scary for yourself to do, but you can mm. watch someone else do it. So you get the experience of okay. seeing it without actually having to yeah, experience yeah. the terror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we used to do that with the Slenderman game when I was younger. Like my brother and I would watch people play the Slenderman game. Oh, because it was spooky and it was funny to see them react to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than like that was the only time I ever watched. My brother used to watch gamers play all the time. Hmm. Like all the time. Yeah. Like does any he, game? Does he still know that he's grown? I think so. Stayed with him. I feel like yeah. If you did that as a, a younger person, a teen, a kid, yeah, mm-hmm. you're gonna take that into adulthood. This yeah. text here five six seven eight nine says I watch a lot of streamers. The best one to watch is Tim the Tatman. He's the most entertaining guy on the internet. All right. Yeah, we'll and you got to be out. entertaining. That's key, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. This text here says, if I'm on my PC, I'm watching Twitch on one playing on the other monitor. Oh. oh. I watch it for people raging and watching people get mad. <laughs> yeah, I like seeing people get mad. <laughs> Apparently, Dr. Disrespect is a pretty cool streamer personality. He plays shooting games. That's from Jarrett. Mm. Hmm. Uh, this text here says, my nephew is in the top three of the world for Minecraft walkthroughs. Hmm. So he's streaming. Yeah. And he's a, he's big. Yeah, mm. Minecraft's the biggest one for my kids watching that. They love Minecraft. Oh, geez. Yeah. And it looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any clips that I've seen, I'm like, this is the game? Yeah. yeah. It's I'm a, 2023. I'm a graphics slut. <laughs> yeah. And it looks, yeah. It looks archaic. Yeah, it's like 8-bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, things are better, guys. We could be doing other things. No, this, you want to craft? Okay. This text here says, I'm 28. My favorite streamer goes by Northern Lion. He's a 35-year-old bitter Vancouverite who has a kid. So is that key? Just a lot of bitching? Uh, yeah, I love watching him because he's always complaining about Canadian yeah. things. Oh. Okay. All right, I'll check it out. Is that the key to getting uh, Now TV views up? More bitching, although I'm, uh, I'm complaining about that. the equipment here. <laughs> yeah. There's already that. We Yellow do do a lot of that. Yeah. 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 Our show can't all be bitching. <laughs> That's a good point, Haley. Get, it, that, get that on the billboards. Yeah. It's a bitching show. Well, yeah. I mean, we're at like 80% bitching. So. <laughs> yeah, if we go any higher, they might cut us off. Yeah, it's, it's true. true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right, I want to head off to Toronto for this next story here. Now, we all know that infill is a big, uh, you know, bone of contention for a lot of people in this city. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this 
story is oh Another Toronto neighborhood is taking issue with one of their neighbors who has, in what appears to be a trend, started construction on a monster home next mm. door to some smaller homes. Now, oh God. here's the thing is I'm going to post the photo. You guys can have a look at it. It's like we have a lot of infill happening in this city. People freak out. Yeah, they do. But yep. it's not like they're obnoxious. Some of them are. Oh, some of them are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, don't get me wrong. Yeah, some, some of them, them are, are really obnoxious, but some of them are like just... They split a lot and put two homes on oh, it, and yeah. people freak out over that. Yeah, but that's how big? the way it's going. It's ugly. Oh, my God. <gasps> the picture's up on the app if you do want to have a look at it. So, <laughs> Are oh you goodness. kidding? So this house, oh. I, I don't even know how to describe it. Oh, um, no. It's like first it, of all, three barns. <laughs> first it's like of, touching the other house. It's not a small little wartime home either on the... no. It's actually like a pretty nice looking expensive Toronto house. It looks like it's going to be three stories. But the house beside, yes, it looks like it's going to be three stories. And it looks as if the house extends all the way into, like, I had to explain this, down the front yard of the other house. So in other words, if you're standing in your front yard, you're going to be looking at siding. Your entire front yard is it looks like it would be it's walled in about almost coming up on 30 feet 30 feet of wall yeah that's it it's just wall well if that's the way the sun's going and you had a garden in your front yard oh you're you hooped. now get no more sun oh you're like hooped. that wall is blocking it all out yeah and like you look out oh. your front window all you see is wall oh my goodness that's horrible and the house the the smaller house which is still a, like a nice big oh, home, it looks like a, big a nice house. big bungalow uh is set back a nice tasteful amount, so they have a front yard. Yeah. But the new home takes up the entire front yard and brings it to whatever the requirement is, like 10 feet from the property from the line property or whatever, whatever, whatever they is. can build to. Yeah. And I'd, it's all house. If I was that neighbor, I'd be flicking matches into the construction <laughs> site every night. You know the uh, cabin that we built? The house next door did this. Are you it. kidding me? Um, we weren't owners of it then, no, but no. that's one of the reasons why the owner sold. Yeah, we oh. chatted with the, uh, yeah. the previous owner. Yeah, he was yeah. So, he was sad when that happened. Well, yeah. yeah, it just it ruins the experience for everybody else. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. That's why we lifted it and moved ours further into the front yard. Jack her up, baby. Fight <laughs> <laughs> fire with fire. Yeah, we yeah, sure right. did. Yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah. It works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we sure did. But yeah. yeah, that was like the situation for the previous owner of our yeah. small little cabin. Yeah, he was devastated. He was devastated. Oh. And like the people in this uh, photo, the the small house, they got to be crushed and. The value of their home would plummet. Uh, yeah. Because who mean, the hell would buy that? Oh, yeah. I'm not I buying mean, a house like that. There's a buyer for everything. And but like this house, the smaller one, looks like it's fairly new. So it's not a it's not a blowdown. Oh, it's a nice house. No, it's, it's a, a nice, nice house. house. Oh. oh, that sucks. Also, like the the other thing that sucks about that, too, mm. is the people who live there. You'll never be on. You'll never be cool with your neighbors. No. You know? Oh. Oh, I don't think, yeah, I don't think those people building that house care about the neighbors. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> They're yeah, not moving in to point. find a good community. No, yeah. and they've built that new build, like, right on that property, property line. Yeah. It looks like the house on the right, like, the house that was already there, is, like, almost touching this side of this new house with its roof. That's within compliance, though. Is that's allowed. Right? Well, they wouldn't be allowed to do it if it wasn't. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. all allowed. Well, all oh, the my new, goodness. All the new developments, yeah. Yeah, all the new developments, you're allowed to build that close. I don't like that. <laughs> I guess that was part of the appeal for the original house owners, though, was that older community with the larger lots. With the larger lot. A little more room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, that's tough. So, nonetheless, the picture's up in the app there if you guys want to have a look. It's 
It's noticeable. Um, it's noticeable. It sure is. Literally anything big that goes up in your neighbor's yard. Yeah. <laughs> majority of the time is going to irk you, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Whether they put up a big play structure, yeah. a new shed, you're like, mm. <laughs> Yeah, a shed yeah. that's along your fence. Sheds are higher than fences. Sheds are higher than fences. Right? Yeah. yeah. They sure are. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the answer is. Well, maybe Haley's right. Yep, just start <laughs> flicking lit matches over <laughs> No, I just even smoke joints. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I love to smoke against the side of this dry oh, house. Oh, no. <laughs> Not arson. <laughs> Whoops, I spilled gas. Not arson. I was trying to fill my lawnmower. <laughs> Not arson. It's accident. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It's pretty nice. Maybe don't build your house so close to mine next time. Yeah, right? <laughs> Um, I want to talk about Crash's bike being stolen yesterday. So Crash bought himself a brand new bike after his first bike was stolen twice. I was raving about it. Yeah, my first bike was stolen twice. I Thankfully, the first time I got it back and then the second time, long gone. But yesterday, yeah, I I bought this bike a couple weeks ago. And yesterday was such a gorgeous day. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to take the bike out. I'm going to go for a long bike ride and I'm going to bike to the gym. Gorgeous. Awesome. I did that. And your new bike was a nice bike. Oh my god, guys! Do you want to say what you spent on your new bike? A seven hundred. It was okay. With yeah, it was on sale. Was I got it for seven hundred bucks. And uh, yeah, perfect ride. The seat actually felt good on my ass. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is nice. I don't. I don't think I have to change it. And I pull up to the gym, park right in front. Good life, Shoppers Drug Mart. It's a, n- a nice area. And well lit. Uh, yeah, well lit. It was daytime in mm-hmm. the brewery district. I put it on the bike rack there. A hearty, real hearty lock on there. And I put it through all the spokes and everything. Oh, yeah, that move. I did. Yeah, I'm like, good luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I went in. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> I went in and I did a workout. I walked by the front windows. I'm like, oh, my stretching. I look out the front windows. I'm like, hmm. I'm like, where's all the bikes? Because when I pulled up, there were a whole bunch of bikes. I'm like, everyone just left. Weird. And then I'm like, hmm. I leaned down where I thought my bike was. Yeah. No bike. I go to another window. I look where the bike was. No bike. My bike got jacked within one hour. My first ride out. Brand new bike. It's been sitting in our apartment and Crash decided because it was such a nice day yesterday to take it for its inaugural ride. And stole it right off the bat. And he rode it to the gym in the middle of the afternoon. It was parked in a very busy area of the brewery district. Lots Mm -hmm. of cars driving by. Lots of people. And uh, gone. Gone. One hour and 20 minutes. On its yeah. maiden voyage. Yeah. On its maiden yeah. voyage. I, I, I put a couple kilometers on it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I was so pissed. And then I walked the neighborhood looking for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Didn't find it. Given yeah. a good stare in some yards. Yeah. I wonder how long after you, I'd love to see the security footage. Oh my like, God. How long after oh you, you locking it up that it went missing, that they it walked probably, away. They probably walked up right behind me. They're like, you idiot. Clip, clip. <laughs> Are you sure you were lock solid on the lock? Uh, yeah, I bought she it. was secure. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, I even yanked on it. If there was security footage, you would see me yanking on you it. You gave it that yank because yeah. you gotta give a yank. I know because it was one of those uh, um, the bike stands or the bike uh, holder thing. Mm-hmm. It was a round one. Yeah. So you're, I'm like, well, okay. Did I put it in right? Because I don't want to slide off. Right. Yo, yeah, she was in there. I gave it a hearty yank. Yeah. I'm like, try. Yeah. It. <laughs> That's too bad, buddy. Try stealing this. Yeah, I mm. know, buddy. I'm sorry. Um. So nonetheless, uh, crashes. Oh. Crash's bike stolen. <laughs> first first ride. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. It like, does suck, buddy. What the hell? Thank you. <laughs> City of Edmonton. Come on. It's actually your third because your first bike was stolen twice. Three bikes oh are gone. God. Three bikes are gone. 
Do you remember that guy that chased you out of the bike store when you bought it? I know. I wonder if he's waiting. He was waiting for you. He waited that long. Oh, I forgot about that. You bought the bike and then that guy chased you downtown. Yeah, I bought the bike at City Center Mall. Yeah. At the sport check there. God. And as soon as I left the front doors, someone came running at me screaming and then they were chasing me. And so I really tested the bike out there. Because he's screaming, I'll see you in three weeks, right? <laughs> Maybe. He's a man of his word. <laughs> I was fighting him off. <laughs> With this music, Marzi, sounds like you're about to ask people for $5 a day to replace Crash. <laughs> for a simple $10 a week. I appreciate it. Crash should be riding a new bike. I know we said we never ask for money, but today's the day. Today's the day. <laughs> <sighs> it was a nice bike, too. Ultra light aluminum. <sighs> for a simple $4 a day, the cost of a cup of coffee. Crash could eventually afford to buy a brand new bike. Right? Give me your money. Then you'll stop me from bitching. (laughs) To ride around downtown and distract from your catalytic converter being stolen Mm. on his new bike. Well, I probably needed my bike to haul more catalytic converters. Oh, you're right. (laughs) That's what they're doing. Did you at least get a picture of him on his his new bike? No, I didn't even get a photo of him on his new bike. I didn't even have any good photos. Like the photo I posted was the picture that I took at Sport Check. I didn't even, I didn't even get a good photo of me like in the River Valley. No. Not a good shot at all. There is picture. Oh, there's your bike. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's still there. That, that, the only picture it. I have is the bike in the store. <laughs> yeah, I have no nice shots of it. Did you post that on Instagram to say goodbye? <laughs> no, it was. I was venting. Farewell post. <laughs> yeah. Just a montage of pictures of the bikes with the song in the background. Yeah. Oh crap. Yeah, because I'm, I'm putting it out there. If someone spots it, just take it. And give it back. I'll pay you money for mm-hmm. it. Well, hold on now. Bring it to the station. <laughs> this, wasn't, this, this, this wasn't a one-of-one one bike. That's <laughs> yeah, not one-of. Check no, the I serial agree. number. Let me know what the serial Listen, number. Listen, <laughs> we've now had four bikes stolen in yeah. the in the last of a year. Uh, you know, you see a bike, take it. Everybody's doing it. It's, it's a fair bike. game. It's like those scooters. You just yeah. take them if you see them. Yeah, yeah bikes are like the leave a penny thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Take a bike, leave a bike. Yeah. Eventually, another yeah. bike will show up. Right. <laughs> You're getting a lot of condolences on the app. Thank which you. Is really nice. Thank you. Five six seven eight nine. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. I just uh, basically the only way you can have a bike in town is drive your bike and don't stop anywhere. Well, and you sometimes can, yeah, you, have you to can't fight stop. You might have to fight off somebody like Crash did, or you'll just have to bring it with you wherever you go. It doesn't yeah. work that way. I can't bring it into the gym. Is, can you get a backpack with like some clips on? You know how you put like the bike on the back of your car? Yeah. Can you? You want me to get a bike rack for my back? Yeah, and then put your bike Where on the and hell go would shopping. I be going with that? A Thule backpack. <laughs> yeah. Just put a bike rack it on your back. Very inefficient. And go grocery shopping. Go into shoppers. Just walk in and be like, "Excuse me." I don't think they would even allow me to bring it in the store. Well, why not? It got stolen from in front of their business. Well, they'd be like, "Well, too bad. Bike racks outside, buddy." You need a uh, a scarecrow, a scare crash that you leave on the bike. Put a dummy on the bike. <laughs> Look like body double. Looks like mannequin. the bike's occupado. Oh, and I got a lot of doppelgangers in town. You do pay them. Yeah. Stand I'll be like, bike. I'll just text them my location. I'll be like, hey, can you watch my bike for an hour? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a now hour or something. <laughs> Dirty Mike and the boys just texted. They said, oh. thanks for the bike, loser. Damn you! <laughs> Dirty Mike and the boys gets us every time. Every sad. time. I'm, I'm wondering right now how bad my bike is being violated. Oh, it's being violated. I know. If it's right? with Dirty Mike and the boys. Yeah. Job, job. Yeah, as well. I don't think I want it recovered. No, no. you don't. <laughs> don't put your hands on those hands. Dirty, oh, no. Dirty Mike and the boys has something against this morning show. I'll tell you why. Yeah. Do they ever? They strike every now and again. Haley's <laughs> yeah. car got stolen. Yeah. Dirty Mike and the boys. Damn you, Mike. I know. I was, <laughs> even, I know, I was thinking about it even last night when I was trying to sleep. If my bike did get recovered, the stuff that has happened to the bike, do I just like bring it to like Cranky's and be like, here, you, something bad has happened to this bike. Just clean it. <laughs> 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 
Well, here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. Has anybody ever had as bad of luck as Crash? Brand new stolen. Yeah, one Day hour. One. First ride. Yeah. First ride. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if it was a car? I'm sure it has happened. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. Fresh off the lot? Fresh off the lot. Yeah, you get home, you're like, sweet. Go in your house, and then your car's gone. <laughs> I don't know what I, I would do. Uh, I, again, like with yesterday with crowd, I would have cried. Yeah, I walked home from the gym, by the way. Mara's like, I'll come pick you up. I'm like, no, he it's was best so mad. if I walk. <laughs> he also wanted to walk through the neighborhood and look through everyone's yards. Well, I did. I, that wasn't a want. I did. <laughs> I open doors and garages. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. All right. Brand new. Brand spanking new. The first ride, the first time you took it out, regardless of what it was, Mm. stolen. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about Crash's poor bike. It got stolen within uh, one hour after my maiden voyage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Brand new bike. Brand new bike. Yeah, because my other previous ones were stolen. <laughs> were you making, you love to like, uh, oh God, what? I don't know how to say this, uh, flaunt things. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. Well, I've been on Instagram. Um, were you making a big deal <laughs> as you were riding your new $700 bike around the parking lot? No, I, I wasn't doing laughs and be like, hello. Look at this. Oh, whoops, I left a price tag on. Yeah, because you don't mind, like, you know, you, you you spend a little money and you don't mind showing that off. Yeah. So you, you were talking audibly about the cost of the bike? Uh, no, honestly, uh, no. And I think, too, because I, I parked it in, at a bike rack that had, like, six other bikes. There were other bikes in there that I think the brand name was way bigger than oh, mine. Yeah. Nicer bikes. Nicer oh, bikes. Yeah. yeah. Like, this text here at 56789 says, Crash, my brother picked up a bike for $3,000, put it in the back of his truck, ran into Sobeys for a carton of milk, <gasps> came out, bike gone. Oh, oh God. Yeah, bikes get expensive. And they go fast. I had no idea How? there was such a vibrant market. Yeah, I know. For stolen yeah, bikes. There wasn't a single bike left on the bike rack one hour later. I have no idea what happened. I don't know either. It's crazy. But I'm not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Well, yeah, it sucks. It sucks yeah. to have your stuff stolen. Yeah. yeah. So did you guys get something like a vehicle or a bike or anything? And was it jacked right away? Like off your off your yard at your work? Maybe you went for a nice uh, sunny bike ride and then things disappeared very quickly. Yeah. Could yeah. be anything. Just it was brand new. Yeah. Uh, Debbie, how you doing? Oh, hi. I'm fine. Actually, my my daughter wants to share her story about her bike. Sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, Amber, go ahead. Um, well, I, I was going with... Because me and my friend, we, um, we... Our only transportation is biking around Edmonton and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got so, your bikes? Yeah, so we had bikes or whatever. So we went to 66th Street, 137th Ave, and right there was a sale on foods at the time. Yeah. We all we were only in the store for about seven minutes. I come out. My friend's bike is there, but they cut the they came with bolt cutters and stole my bike. Oh, yes, they did to crash. And, yep. and 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 the funny thing is, my my bike was seven hundred sixty nine dollars. By the time I was finished with it, it was almost a thousand dollar bike. Yeah, it was all done. And, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. Because my bell, I I like the. I like to be patriotic at times, so I had a belt on my bike that looked like a Canadian flag. It had that design on it. Yeah. And so, and I had a gel seat. It was really comfortable, and I had rechargeable. I had rechargeable lights on and everything. Well, wow. yeah, yeah. You got a ball and yeah, bike. Yeah, you did it up. It's all loaded up and then gone. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and so I got it in 2018, and it got stolen August 1st of 2020. 
Oh, at least he got a couple years out of it, I guess. I got but an still, hour. He crash got one hour. <laughs> I got one hour. <laughs> but still, though, having something that you love taken away. Yeah, it's absolutely oh, terrible. Oh, that sucks. Amber, right. I'm sorry to hear that, honey. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, thank hey. you. All right. That's, yeah, and it just happens that quick. Yeah. Are, are bolt cutters ever being used to cut bolts? No. Should we just be selling them willy-nilly? Yeah, I think you should uh, you should sign them out. Yeah, it's too much tool. <laughs> There's so many texts coming in about people saying they've seen, like, just people walk by and clip, clip, bolt cutters, bike gone. Yeah, and we asked that earlier. Like, if you saw this happening, are you going to... Are you going to intervene? No. I, not. Crash, of course not. Because you don't, you're not going to, like, put yourself at risk of confrontation. If I saw someone I dabbling around it. a bike rack, I think I might shout something. People, hey. Yeah. Hey, get out of here. Yeah, as, as a woman, yeah. I, I, I don't think I would. Are issue bolt cutters? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any bolts over there. <laughs> uh, Carly, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing all right. My condolences. Though. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Um, you, you had a uh, vehicle. You just got a vehicle, and then what happened with that? Yeah, so I had my, my new vehicle for about a year and a half, so a decent amount of time, but I walked out to get my vehicle, and it was parked on the street from where we live, and I was unlocking it, and I see the vehicle that looks like mine is entirely smashed the entire driver's side. Um, oh. Somebody sideswiped it overnight, and I was like, that's not my vehicle, but like, but like I'm pushing the button and it's unlocking it. Oh, no. no. Like, please, please, no. <laughs> I was like in denial. I was like, please, like, no, 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 no. And then I yelled a lot of things I shouldn't have probably said publicly. Um, and then uh, got it all repaired, like nine, you know, $10,000 later kind of thing. Um, and three months, less than three months after I got the, rep- the car back for, uh, after the repairs, I was rear-ended. Oh, and no. Another four grand in repairs. And I was like, this I gotta get rid of this vehicle. I don't have any luck. Yeah. I, gotta, I just gotta like cut my losses and go. Yeah, it's a bad luck vehicle. It's amazing how sometimes you get those. My Kia Soul was a bad luck vehicle. Yeah, that was a bad luck vehicle. Great great luck for everybody else, but for me, just Mm -hmm. I I was rear-ended after owning it for like four months. Yeah. Brand new car. It was was unreal. I couldn't, I had to call my insurance company back and say, hey, it's me again. Yeah. And they were like, didn't we just fix your car? I'm like, yeah, you did. Yeah, you're like, I hope you write it off this time. Oh, gosh, that sucks. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah, all right. Thanks, Carly. Thanks, Carly. Okay, Okay, bye-bye. This text here at 56789. Says, Crash, I hate hearing that you got your bike stolen, but I want to tell you my story. My bike was worth $2,800. I rode it over to my local Tim Hortons, locked it up. I even took a seat in the window beside my bike so I could watch it. As I took a sip out of my coffee, someone pulled up, whipped out bolt cutters, clipped it. All I had time to do was bang on the window. He looked at me and took off on my bike. Oh, no. That's how quick it's done. Even after the window bang? <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> $2,800 bike. Oh. And he thought he was doing the right thing by putting it, like locking it up next to the window, sure. sitting. Yeah. Keeping well, yeah. an eye on it. Absolutely. Keeping an eye on it. Yeah. Even halfway through uh, working out of the gym, I'm like, should I look at my bike? I'm like, nah, it'll be fine. That's even more insulting. Yeah. In your face. Yeah, right in your face. That's brutal. That's a bad one. Uh, Tom, how you doing? Good, how are you? Going, uh, doing pretty good. Uh, you got a sweet ride, and then what happened? <laughs> yeah, so I had an older Corolla, like a rally car that I was rebuilding. New paint job, new engine, nice. new interior system, everything. Yeah. Ended up going out with a trip with some friends. But we took their car because mine was too small. We took theirs to carpool. Sure, yeah. By the time I got back, my brother stole my car, got pulled over for doing a legal turn in a high traffic area, uh-huh. got the car impounded. He had no license. Oh. By the time I got back, they impounded it and sold it. You know, an auction. What? 
It went to auction? What? Yep. <laughs> that oh, fast? Oh my. I, was gone. I was gone for about two weeks, so by the time I got back... Their turn yeah. their turnaround at the car to auction lot was two weeks. Was the car not yeah. insured? No, it was it was registered, insured, everything. How is that even possible? I don't, they don't <laughs> care. I, I don't know. They, yeah, they didn't care. By the time I got back, it was too late. They already sent to the auction. And I went there. It was gone. Oh, that sucks, buddy. Yeah, we only drove it once back from where uh, where it was being restored. Oh, and that was your brother that did that. Yeah. Mm, I bet you don't talk to him anymore. <laughs> Uh, not really. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, well, yeah, that, that that's sucks. terrible, that, no, man. That sucks. All right. Okay, thanks, Tom. All right. See you okay, guys. Bye. Like, what a turnaround, right? Like, he drove it once. Yeah. He yeah. drove it once. Oh, why is it at the auction yard? Right? Do they go? I wonder if Tom's brother, the same one who stole the car, also might have lied about this whole auction scenario. Because that's <laughs> a real quick turnaround, right? isn't it? I thought cars sit in the compound off the Yellowhead for months. months. <laughs> It must have been an anxious buyer. <laughs> yeah, I need that car. Although, so, if it was all done up the way he says. This text here says, Crash, my daughter's bike valued at about $2,000. She refused to lock it up outside for this alone. Oh. So she put it in her car mm-hmm. and went inside. Yeah. Someone smashed out the back window of her car and took the bike. Oh, my God. Why are bikes in such demand in this city? Bike thieves are like uh, Pepe Le Pew when he sees a cat with a stripe on its back. Like nothing's stopping them. Why are running into vehicles? I need the bike. Ripping doors off of houses. Bikes. I know there's a bike in here. A couple of stories too about like skis and snowboards. Brand new. Oh. You take them to the hill. Gone. I guess. Yeah. Uh, Wendy, how you doing? Good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Um, was someone uh, did someone take your bike or what? Well, so this happened over a course of a few months. But so me and my husband were living on the north, or sorry, west end now. But prior, we were living on the north end. We had our garage broken into several times. Yeah. Over the course of the that we'll say four months, we had uh, ten thousand dollar rims stolen. We had a thousand dollars bag clothes of uh, bag of clothes stolen. We had. Uh, three mini dirt bikes that my husband just bought and we hadn't even rode the next day they were stolen um, we had six bikes stolen and then my husband would buy us new bikes and then they would be stolen too mm-hmm. yeah the list Ow. added up yeah it was crazy it got to a point where we're like okay like so the door that you drive the car into we actually like boarded it up because we're like hey maybe they're getting Close. through there or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah I board up my garage too and they actually end up prying the door open. Holy crap. They knew that yes. you had stuff in there. They wanted it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they wanted it in there. Even, like, with the mini bikes or mini dirt bikes that my husband had bought, like, literally, the, it was at nighttime. He brought them home. I said to him, I feel like somebody was watching us because the next morning they were gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe someone nearby is just watching and seeing what or you're hauling just, in. They just knew that your garage was full of the toys and... I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. No luck. All right. Okay. Thanks, Wendy. Thanks, Wendy. Okay. Bye-bye. I guess you go into a garage once. It pays off. Pays off. You keep going back. Santa's sack of garages. You know what kind of stuff they want? Or you know what kind of stuff they buy? Nice stuff. Nice stuff. Expensive stuff. Damn. Mm. Well, Crash, I'm sorry, buddy. Some people were saying check your credit card. Check my credit card. Um, no, because- <laughs> Did you leave your credit card with your bike? <laughs> no. That's on you. <laughs> that's, that's a me problem. Because if you bought it within 30 days, you might have credit card insurance. Oh. Oh. Someone said just look into it. Get your it's- money back. Did I? When was I talking about this bike? A couple weeks ago? I think it's less than a month that you've had it. 
That would have been, been, been the, right at the beginning. Yeah, end of February, right at the beginning of March. Oh, no. We're cutting it close. You better yeah. call now. Yeah, yeah. We are cutting it close. This, this is look, exciting. Look into it. Look into yeah. it today. This is mm-hmm. more exciting than the lottery deadline. <laughs> yeah, it is. Will I get my bike back? And yeah. this would be a first for you, because if you ever made like a legal claim for insurance reasons, no. yeah. <laughs> this is nice. This is nice. This is like, our boy's growing up. Yeah, we're going to the bar now. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right. How many of you guys suffer from a food allergy? I thankfully don't. Yeah, you don't. You're not no. allergic to anything. You're pretty fortunate. Yeah, I'm pretty way. good. Yeah. Ginger, you allergic to anything, buddy? Good. Yeah. Clean. Yeah. yeah. How I'm about the kids? Allergic people are dirty, but yeah. <laughs> I don't have any. No, no allergies. Uh, Rachel's. Everybody's good. No allergies. Huh? Kids are not yeah, allergic. No one's allergic to anything, which is nice. Now, well, food allergies are a serious concern. Uh, a new study is out that says that nearly half of people who think they're allergic to foods actually are not. Oh, like it's in your head. It's in your head. Mm. Nearly one in five adults believe that they are allergic to at least one food. Yet only one in ten is actually allergic to that food. Really? Yes. Now, they said that the one of the main reasons why people think they're allergic to a food is because they simply do not like it. Well, yeah, you can develop that at a young age, too. Right? You don't like a lot of things when you're a kid. Yeah. Now, those who are allergic to a certain food um, and who have been actually confirmed uh, say that they uh, do have symptoms. Mm -hmm. So a lot of allergic symptoms, you know, like rashes, stomach aches, uh, just symptoms of being allergic to foods. Those who wrongly believe that they had a food allergy did not exhibit any symptoms that were consistent with allergies, except for the fact that they don't like it. Like, I could say I have a pear allergy because I hate pears. Yeah, you don't like pears. I hate pears. So I just make up something and be like, I can't. My my, my tongue no, swells up. They and- say you're not making it up. Huh? You actually legitimately think that because you don't like it, you're allergic to it. Really? You've just told yourself so much. Yeah. Like so many times that you don't like it that you eventually just think you're allergic to it. Yes. Among those with allergies, only half of participants said their diagnosis was actually confirmed by a physician. Mm. And less than a quarter said they had a prescription for an EpiPen. Over 2.6 Canadians self-report being allergic to at least one food. Wow. Uh, quick poll with the Now family right now. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. What are you allergic to or what do you think you're allergic to? What are you diagnosed yeah. allergic yeah. to? Yeah, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There is like, I believe most peanut allergies. They yeah, have th- to be diagnosed. But I don't yeah. think anyone's faking their peanut. They're like, mm, I don't like peanuts. I'm allergic. Yeah, I don't think so. That's like a killer allergy, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's like a life-changing allergy. It is. Where so everything, is, you got to look at everything. They say that seafood is also a really horrible, um, actually peanut is on the list of one of the top allergies people lie about. Really? really? Peanut, seafood, eggs, milk, soy, wheat, and sesame. Wow. Those are the top foods that people say that they're allergic to without being diagnosed. Why would you want to lie about a peanut allergy? Well, that, I don't think you're, you're not lying about it. You're no, just but, not diagnosed. Yeah, you're not diagnosed, you're just, but you're still, you're, you made yourself believe it. You, you feel yeah. like you are allergic to But you have to, to adjust your entire life because everything comes in contact yeah. with nuts. And that's a tough one. Like milk, I get because a lot of people get like indigestion from milk. So you might assume you're, mm. you have trouble with dairy. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't eat dairy. It makes mm-hmm. me. Like bad, mm. very bad. Inside. I guess that would be allergic though. <laughs> but the peanut one, I always assume they're, uh, you know, there's they're gone like that if they get some peanuts in them mm. or rub some peanuts or smell some peanuts. Yeah. 
are you diagnosed though? That's the question because that's what this study shows. Yeah. That fifty percent of people who say that they have allergies have actually never been officially diagnosed with the allergy. There's quite a few now family members that have actually been diagnosed with the uh, lactose intolerance. Hmm. Corey uh, Gibbons, shellfish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They have not been diagnosed. No, I th- I'm, I'm guessing has been diagnosed. Yeah. Because you can grow out of allergies too, right? Oh yeah, your body changes. I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah, it sure does. Mm-hmm. Like this one here says, I think I'm allergic to kiwi. <laughs> and that's what this study shows. Is that 50% yeah. of people who say they're allergic to a food most likely aren't. Yeah. Because they've never been diagnosed. And you've put it in your head so long yeah. that you don't actually want to try it. You don't want to chance it, right? Yeah, you don't want to so chance it. you see kiwi it. and you're like, well... Yeah, I don't. I no, I can't. I'm allergic to that. See, Meanwhile, you're not. This person who thinks that they are allergic to kiwi says that their mouth gets super tingly and almost numb if they eat a kiwi. Therefore, they're allergic. That's the sign you really want it, right? Because you're, you're like, like what's going on? If I think I have a kiwi allergy, mm. do I just take myself and a uh, bag of kiwis into the doctor? And say like let's let's run it. I'm gonna do an allergy test done. No, I'm gonna lick it. Oh, they do like um like the the needle test on your arm. Like a scratch? Yeah, like a scratch test or a, or a needle test where they actually put like kiwi on you to see how you react. Do they still do that? They seem so archaic. I the, the last <laughs> time I had allergy tests for my skin condition, that's what they did, and that was about ten years ago. You can't just do a blood test. I I don't know what they uh. do now. Again, that was ten years ago. I had the. I pictured. Uh, uh, Unless I had a dream about this. But I thought they did like a big uh, panel, like they stamp your back with a bunch of needles. Yeah, they have uh, Yeah, they can do that too. With uh, all these different things that they're testing for. Mm-hmm. And then they see which one flares up. Yeah, I'm just mm. allergic to life. That's- <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the alarm goes off, poof. Yeah, no, <laughs> see, allergic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's stress because my skin condition is directly related yeah. to stress. Mm. Uh, Roxy in Beaumont says, hey guys, I've, been a, I've never been allergic to shrimp. Yeah. And then this past year, every time I eat shrimp, I develop hives. I've gone for testing and they say, you're not allergic to it. <gasps> so I tried shrimp, shrimp again. Yeah. Sure enough, I got hives. I'm not diagnosed, but I'm allergic. Really? That's from Roxy and Bob. Oh, that's yeah. weird. How about this one? Hey, guys, I'm pretty sure I'm allergic to Budweiser. Three of them, and I puke. I'm fine oh. with any other beer, though. Budweiser. <laughs> you down three and you puke? Someone's not a Bud fan. You know what, though? You should be able to drink. If he, if, okay, if that dude's a beer drinker. Yeah, he can drink he sh- three other beers. He should be able to drink three Buds and not throw up. Yeah. So I, something's wrong there. But are you pouring those Buds in a glass, or are those going right into, like, a funnel? Well, if he's funneling three beers, then, yeah, you're going to puke. Uh, some uh, booze you really react to. Yeah, some booze I really... But there again, was a time I, when I Mars... testing done, and it said... Yeah. No. Nope. There was a time when uh, Mars thought she was allergic to wine. No. Oh. Yeah, I was... Again, that was stress, yeah. though, I think. It's a dark place. Yeah. But every time she drank wine, just poof, like her neck would swell. Forget how to drive. All sorts of things. Another one here says, onions, so I've heard, make people gassy. But they reacted me so quickly that it's not only the gas, but I also throw up. I went for an allergy test and they said, you're not allergic to it. Hmm. But I'm pretty much convinced I'm allergic to it because I will legit upchuck if I eat onions. So even when doctors are like, no, you're good. Yeah. You're like, nope, I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't eat this. But if, if you, you, sometimes you know your own body, right? Yeah. yeah. If you're throwing up every time you have an onion, regardless of what the test yeah, is. You probably shouldn't be eating. Quit eating onions. <laughs> Stop eating onions, <laughs> But yeah. I'm not allergic to <laughs> Right? <laughs> Another one here says, I've always thought that I had an allergy to kiwi fruit, a horrible one. But you're right, Mars. I also just really don't like kiwis. <laughs> Last time I had it when I was young, my tongue felt super tingly, so who knows? 
anyone that's outgrown an allergy, how did you find out? Do you just keep testing it every day? Or one day you're like, I haven't had this in years. Let's dabble. Let's give it a shot. Or you accidentally eat it and you're like, <gasps> and nothing happens, right? Where you discover there's something that you right. probably shouldn't have eaten in the food and there's no reaction. And there's no reaction. So why not dabble again? Uh, this one, my dad is allergic to milk. His eyelids get dry and his skin will crack as soon as he has dairy. He's actually been diagnosed with that. Okay, so he's been diagnosed yeah. with it. Yeah. Your skin Why does milk dry out immediately? That's weird, eh? <laughs> the sex here says my mother-in-law makes something called ketchup cake. Yes, I'm saying that right, guys. Ketchup cake. Is that just a bad meatloaf? It, it is <laughs> awful, but no one wants to tell her. So forever I've been telling her I'm allergic to ketchup. Yes, I am lying, <laughs> but, but I do not want to eat her ketchup cake. Win-win for me. In some situations, it's okay to make up an allergy. <laughs> what does it look Especially like? Especially with a ketchup cake. Is it really vile? Well, it looks like a red velvet cake. It does look like a red velvet cake. But it's ketchup. It's ketchup. Oh, that uh, sneaky mother-in-law. You'd never know. I'm not a ketchup person. I don't really like it. Why so. would you eat that? Well, ketchup is sweet, right? So it would be like a sweet tomato-y. It's like tangy, too. You don't want a tangy yeah, I don't, cake. Like, I, I love ketchup, but uh, as a cake? I, I, and then it's got icing on it? Yeah. Mm. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, I'm actually not allergic to dairy, but every time I eat it, I f- just feel absolutely horrible. I've been tested. No allergy. My doctor just looked at me and said, meh, if it doesn't work with your body, don't eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know your body. Oh, yeah. And that makes sense. Too. You know your yeah. body, right? Uh, Darren's hanging on here. Good morning, Darren. Hey, how are you, Crash? Good, good. Um, have you been diagnosed uh, that you're yeah. allergic to something or you just think you are? No, yeah. When I was a kid, I had the whole treatment done, like you were talking about with the back. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was allergic to eggs. And it was really bad when I was a kid, but as I got a little older, um, I, I still am allergic to it, but I just find that I'm really lucky that if it's cooked in a food or something, I can just kind of taste it or I get all, like, tingly and then I can just stop eating whereas a lot of people would that one bite would take them right over the end really a little dabble in the eggs and you can feel it right away oh yeah and then I'll just stop eating it and at the best case scenario I'll just have an upset stomach for the rest of the day but um, it's weird because I you know I've been avoiding eggs for my whole life I fast forward like 30 years and you're now drinking alcohol and I remember my wife and I would be sitting there having a glass of wine or two or three yeah, oh yeah. and then in the, you know in the morning I just I used to just feel just absolutely awful the worst headache and I always just assumed this is what a hangover is yeah so finally my my dad looked into Canadian wines and they're actually egg washed <gasps> really no yeah and I guess they use it to help clean out or filter it out at the very last stages. So as long as it's Australian wine or or somewhere else, I'm fine. But yeah, I gotta avoid Canadian wine. Huh. I had no idea. That's crazy that 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 little amount will still affect you too, right? Yeah, and we actually even talked to some of the wine producers like Jackson Triggs and whatnot from Canada. They were saying that they're not required to have an ingredient label. Huh. Wow. Yeah, and yeah, you would have yeah, never known. You would have never known if you didn't do any research on that. No, and you know, the whole time I always just chalked it up to, wow, this wine really... <laughs> this wine really <laughs> takes you down. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow, that's interesting. Okay, thanks for sharing that, Darren. 
Yeah, no worries. Good. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, bye. Yeah, you learned something new. I, I wonder no if someone's idea. do that to you for... But I'm not... Um, although, remember when Crash, I ate all those eggs? Yeah, you were... And then... We talked about it on the air. It, yeah. was, it was vile. Because I'm... Uh, well, we didn't go that deep into it, but I'm, I'm off eggs now, hey? Like, I don't... I eat eggs, like, maybe once a week. Yeah. But there was a time Maybe when on a Saturday, but I don't. She eat was eggs eating anymore. them for breakfast because I'll uh, pre-make a bunch of breakfast for yeah. the uh, the week, and it was eggs. And then she'd be eating them, and then eventually she just looks at me and she's like, "Crash!" Oh I didn't, no! I didn't, I didn't. No! A story that starts with "Remember that time I ate all those eggs?" <laughs> has never ended. Uh, well. <laughs> I did though. I ate a ton of eggs. I, I, I ate so many eggs. I ate so many eggs, and then it just—it's just a good. It uh, just wreaked havoc on me. Good breakfast food. Yeah, you can't eat that many eggs. You can dabble on the weekend a little bit, but yeah, that's but pretty much it. After that, that's the end of it for me. I can't do any more. <gasps> People are wondering uh, if you ate eggs at Pub Nineteen Oh Five. I didn't. No. Pub eggs. Yeah. No also, more workday eggs from Marzi, just weekend eggs? Uh, Some yeah, pickled just, eggs on the bar. <laughs> also, I just want to thank you for all the messages from the Now family. I know that Pub 1905 is doing renovations. It is mm. not because of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, though, for pointing that out. People have actually sent me pictures of I know, the front of it. I know they have. <laughs> They're like, what did Mars do? To I it? didn't do <laughs> Why would she just leave that poor company alone? <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't me. It was not me whatsoever. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, I went my whole life thinking that um, I was allergic to chocolate. Yep. All because my mom and my dad told me. <gasps> I grew up uh, as a teenager still believing I was allergic to chocolate. Turned into my 20s, 21, 22, 23. And eventually when I moved out on my own, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go and get diagnosed. Turns out I wasn't allergic to chocolate ever. Mm, my sneaky, parents, sneaky. My yeah. parents lied to me. That's a good one. Say you're allergic to all the good stuff. It is pretty sad, though, because I did 20 years making up of eating chocolate. And I've now gained 50 pounds. Oh, my God. No, I'll show you, Mom and Dad. Would that work for could you tell your teens are allergic to cigarettes oh I have no parents who did that too. I, I, have, I, I had a lot I of guess, parents who yeah. said they were allergic to cigarettes ah, teens are how do you make it up though it. well you say it's, it runs in the family yeah mm. say, say you lost thing, your great uncle like, you don't want to take a chance cigarettes yeah. yeah you can say the same thing about liquor yeah Right, booze, you're allergic to it. Cocaine, heroin, As they all see that you stuff. drinking nightly. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It skips a generation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't worry. It's terrible for you. Another one here says, my dad always says he's allergic to pizza pops. He'll dry heave if he smells them. Apparently, he ate them for 17 years for lunch every mm. day. Now he won't touch them. I don't blame you, buddy. 17 years of pizza pops? 17 years That's of pizza nasty. pops. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. So, well, there you go. If you have an allergy or if you think they say the best thing to do, go get diagnosed or, of course, to talk to your doctor. All right, authorities in Singapore say that they caught a man smuggling something in his pants as he tried to cross into Singapore from Malaysia. Now, the Immigration and Checkpoints Authority said that they heard, I'll give you guys this, a strange sound coming from a suspicious bulge in the man's pants. Oh, no. Do you want to guess what he was smuggling? I got him into trouble. Strange sound. I'm going to guess a uh, uh, gerbil. A gerbil? Yeah, he had a gerbil he had in, gerbils his pants. in his pants. Okay, yeah. all right. Gingy, you want to throw in a guess there, buddy? Right. It's his favorite gerbil. He was coming out of Singapore or heading in? Uh, he tried to cross into Singapore from Malaysia. Oh. No one would watch his gerbil. And he had a weird sound coming from his pants. The crash, crash. makes a compelling guess. <laughs> I'm going to guess uh, people love moving turtles. Oh. 
They do. But do yeah. turtles make a sound? Oh, turtles are very loud. Are okay. they? Oh yeah. I've never heard a loud turtle. Oh, you haven't met you haven't met the kind of turtles I've been hanging with. <laughs> okay. All right, shut it was, up, turtle. It was not a gerbil. Uh, Haley, you're going bird. It was not a turtle. Yeah. Haley's going bird. Yeah. It was not a bird. Hmm. Was it an animal at least? If we're making a sound, because you're being pretty coy about this. I just—it's just a sound. Just a sound. Okay. I'll tell you this though: uh, he could face a maximum fine of ten thousand dollars and up to a year in jail. Okay. Um. And it was in the crotch of his pants. Crotch of his pants. It's got to fit in that area. It's making sounds, and clearly, it's not a gerbil, a turtle, a or, or a bird. bird. Try this. Uh, maybe it was uh, people like to use their backside as like a cavity mm. to haul things. Yeah, and maybe he had some sort of uh, ivory recorder, like a flute. <laughs> so so every, every time he walks, yeah. and air is moving. It's like <laughs> playing hot cross buns so as he's farting. <laughs> was this is <laughs> he was not farting into an ivory flute. <laughs> well, then I'm stumped, Marcy. <laughs> I can't think of anything else that would fit in that right, area well, that can make a sound. You were close with the animals. Oh, uh, a it, snake. It, no, it was not a snake. Again, it was making loud sounds. Oh. Oh, like a baby. What's a loud animal? A lion. A cub. A uh, lion cub. Okay. A kitten. It was, in fact... Kitten. It was a kitten. <laughs> it was more than one kitten. Why would you put a bunch of kittens in your pants? As a matter of fact, this man had four kittens that oh. he was trying to take from uh, Malaysia into Singapore. That's that poor guy. Uh, his bits must have well, been just destroyed. You've got a kitten, Ginge. Yeah, they have so, sharp claws. Her, I wouldn't put him down my pants. Yeah, would you put her Poppy in your pants? No, no, <laughs> for a lot of reasons. <laughs> also, you get kittens anywhere. Why are you smuggling kittens? Because he said that they were his babies and that they were super cute. Oh, he's well, in big trouble though. He's true about he is right about that. Kittens are pretty cute, but you can't put them in your pants. Did he have no one to watch him? Uh, he had nobody to watch them, yeah. yeah. Uh, they, of course, did take the kittens. Um, the Aww. Singaporean authorities seem to try to have a little fun with this. This yeah. is their quote. Did they put them in their pants, too? Uh, they did not put the kittens <laughs> in their pants. pictures. Thank goodness. Uh, no, they put the kittens in a box. Yeah. And the kittens, of course, were put in quarantine to make sure that they could cross borders. Yeah. Uh, but here's what they said. They said, quote, trying to get past formidable officers? Oh. Impossible. Oh, okay. No one found the Singapore jokes funny. <laughs> Did he get his kittens back? No, he did <gasps> not. They took the kittens? Yeah, they took them. Well, they have to put them in quarantine for a number of days. No, but he can't like go back and get the kittens and take them back home? I'm not sure. Well, he might go to jail. Singapore's got some... They're pretty strict about smuggling into their country. Oh, my God. Look at the kittens. Did you see his pants? Looking. Oh, look at that bulge. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst smuggling job. Yeah. It's like, imagine you had on some joggers, some jogging pants, and you just like uh, pulled down the front and just shoved some kittens in there. That's how he tried to get away with it. Yes, he did. Um, these kittens aren't small. I pictured, no, they're bigger kittens, I pictured too. like borderline, like newborn. No. These are like you adopt them at a pet store. Yeah, they're like three, four months old. Yeah, yeah. Like they're big kittens. You find, them at a, you find them at a rescue. These are big kittens. Yeah. Like this is the size of Chloe when we first got her. I know. The kittens, of course, are going to be, um, they're going to be treated for any parasites. They're being examined by a vet. And uh, if this guy goes to jail, uh, then the kittens will be up for adoption. I'm putting a picture on our uh, Snap and Insta, Crash Marzel, one word. You got to see this guy's bulge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kittens are okay. How's his crotch? Um, I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> are these kittens even related? I, they, I don't know. They could be. 
Why? Because you think they're all different colors? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the white one looks like it's from a different cat. Yeah. Right? That one doesn't match. These are two... Those two look like brother and sister. And then there's and like a Himalayan there. The yeah, that one looks litter. Himalayan. And then the orange one could be related to the gray ones, too. You think? Yeah. Doesn't have the same face. My Mr. Picks, his brothers were gray. Huh. That's he was weird. a big orange tabby, so yeah. there you go. This story here, would you want your pilot to do this? I got a couple of airplane stories for you. Uh, first one, an easy jet flight from Iceland to the UK took a short detour on Monday and did a full 360 degree turn so everyone could get a chance to see the northern lights. Oh, yeah. They are majestic up there. Up in the sky. They're beautiful. Now, that, of course, did delay the arrival of the airplane, so everybody had to wait while the uh, flight, uh, while the pilot and the flight took another path. I feel like, uh, and I don't know if it's just because my algorithm changed on uh, socials and stuff, but I feel like within the last couple months, there's been so much talk of the Northern Lights. Yeah. The Aurora Borealis, right? Okay, so I'm not alone. And it's like people are seeing it for the first time ever. Yeah. People Which, I don't know, we, I just grew up with it. It was always going. Yeah. Like, up there well, even here, like, you see them yeah, all the time, here. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we're just used to it. So it's not quite shocking. It is beautiful, but... But what a treat for those... I think that's a, I think that's a real cool move by that pilot. I think so, yeah. Wouldn't only one side of the plane, they'll be able to well, see it? That's why he turned. Oh, that's why he so turned. The other side so the other side could see it. Because if he just it. carried on, only one side... A cloud. Uh, people would be like, oh, wait, let me see. I've never seen you guys have, right? I've never seen them from the sky. Only mm-hmm. once. We've only seen them once. I was looking outside. We were flying over Manitoba, and I was like, no way. Yeah. Was it different from Mars the air? Mars is like, wake up, wake up. I pull my duvet back. I'm uh-huh. like, what? What is it? Look out the That's window. That's not true. We were on a West Jet flight. <laughs> <laughs> we were on a West Jet flight. <laughs> Sitting like everybody else. Uh, looking out the window, and yeah, it was pretty cool. Is it yeah, different it was, from the sky? Yeah. It is. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, it, it totally is. Yeah, it was pretty rad. Yeah. I had the window seat, which was nice, so Crash kind of had to do the... You know, I lean, do the lean in. in the mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it was the same. Yeah, you waste that window seat. What do you mean I waste it? Sometimes she even closes the window. Oh, no. so do I. What? Why? Not the sun getting in. Yeah, but it, like it's hot. Like on the takeoff and like landing. Like That's the best part. Yeah, Mars just wastes the window. We're like flying over mountains and stuff. I want to see. I don't know. Every time it, it's exciting, and Mars like chunk. I'm like, what? The lean too. You never get enough angle. No. The lean's nothing. No. The window loses like 90% of its visibility via the lean. Via yeah. the lean. Yeah. I know we were flying over a volcano once and I was I had the window seat and I was like, oh, cool. And Crash had to do the lean. I was trying yeah. to lean and you I'm like see trying it. to take a photo and she's As like, it's, it's erupting. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a, like once in a lifetime opportunity. <laughs> and yeah. Mars closes the window. Yeah. yeah. And oh, I'm like, neat. you know what? Forget Click. it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, too sunny. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, someone just posted a picture up in the app, by the way, of the Northern Lights at oh, Elk Island. Incredible. That is a incredible shot. Holy you cow. You did that yourself? Yeah, that's impressive. Elk Island is a perfect spot to do uh, some Northern Light watching. I don't think I've ever seen uh, purples like that. I've only seen purples once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen purples once. But they did. They weren't consistently purple. Like It's like the purple faded in and then went away yeah. and it went back to being streak. green. Yeah. 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 You just get the glimpse of the purple. Yeah, growing up, we had a lot of purple. 
And they're just vibrant because it was so, the darker the sky, the better. Oh, if yeah. you don't have any light pollution, yeah, they're yeah. incredible. And out yeah. where I grew up, there's like no power. So, yeah, right. <laughs> she was dark. She yeah. was dark. <laughs> Unless Jerry had the flashlight on, it was fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pitch black. Yeah, yeah. she was dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here says, I flew to Norway, Iceland. It was unbelievable. My face was plastered to the window mm-hmm. looking at all the northern lights. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really neat. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I wouldn't be upset if uh, the pilot. Get a 360. Do they say how much time it added onto the flight? No, I looked for that, but I'm going to say it was probably over a half an hour. Over half half an hour? hour. I'll bet you it was. Just to... Because you've got, now that you've missed your land time, now you've got to fly and wait until you're cleared again to land. Mm. If the flight was, let's say it's a four-hour flight. Yeah. yeah. Are you cool adding half an hour on to... No. So the people on the right side of the plane can see the Northern Lights? Not at all. But what if you were on the right side of the plane? Close the window. All right. (laughs) I'd be asking the wrong person. <laughs> Nothing to see Let's get here. home. <laughs> Let's just get home. And I want to know if this has ever happened to anybody. If you've got a story to share with us this morning, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. A Lufthansa flight experienced significant turbulence and seven people on board were taken to area hospitals after the plane dropped 1,000 feet oh. randomly. Is this the one that uh, Matthew is- McConaughey's uh, lady was on? Oh, is she on it? I think she was on it. And it was a last- it's possible. Yeah, it was a last minute change. If it is the same flight, it was a last minute change because she was on uh, social and she's like, blah, blah, blah. The pilot says we're going to have like 45 minutes of turbulence. 45 minutes? Yeah. And this was like before it took off. She, they don't she, mention it in the story. Oh, okay. Maybe she was on so a different flight. Maybe this is a different one. Yeah, yeah. Now, it looks like the flight was flying from Austin, Texas, was headed to Frankfurt, Germany, but landed safely in Virginia. Crews responded to the flight and it took, they had to take seven people to hospitals with injuries. And they had to go to different hospitals. Hmm. Apparently, it reported severe turbulence at an altitude of 37,000 feet. About 11,300 meters while flying over Tennessee when when all of a sudden the plane fell 1,000 feet. Oh, my God. Just dropped. It came on suddenly. People on the flight said, quote, it felt like the bottom dropped out from underneath. Everything was floating up. And for a moment, we were all weightless. Oh, 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 jeez. It's like being on like the drop of doom. Mars, well, pretty much no one likes turbulence. No. But like even the like most subtle amount of turbulence, Mars is like, no, no, do not like this. Uh, It makes me uneasy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, what is turbulence? It's essentially unstable air that moves in an unpredictable fashion. Most people associate it with like flying through a heavy storm. But the most dangerous type of turbulence is actually clear sky turbulence. So you're just blue sky, nice sunny day. It's hard to predict and often has no visible warning in the sky, which they think is what happened here. Oh, so the pilot doesn't even see it. It's like black like, yes. Yeah, they have no idea. They have no yeah, it's idea. Like black ice. They and have no idea. And all of a sudden, that. the plane goes boom and oh. drops a thousand oh. feet. Mm-hmm. Yikes! It's crazy. I would not like that. No, <laughs> I don't think a lot she of people would. But to experience uh, zero gravity. No, I no. Yeah, experience a sweet free fall. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I want to know from you guys. Let's talk terrible turbulence. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. Has anybody ever been on a plane that just like dropped out of the sky? 
did things float in the air in front of you? Because anything that would be on your tray, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your phone. Right. Tablets. Right. Your tablet. Yeah. Drinks, food, everything. Sure. If you had a pen. What if they're doing like serving? Oh. Like with the cart. That cart is going to go flying. That's a heavy cart. Because the cart is only locked from rolling, not flying. Not flying. Remember we had that story in the news a couple years ago where the flight attendants hit the ceiling? Yeah. Oh, with God. the cart. Right. Remember that? Yeah. They could be mid-handing you a hot uh, cup of water for your tea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right in your face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, terrible. All An right. excuse to throw water in someone's face. <laughs> <laughs> if you've experienced it, mm. if you've fallen out of the sky, the worst turbulence, the you grip the side of your seat, you thought for sure the plane was going down, give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, have you ever been on a flight where there's some wild turbulence? Yeah. To the point of things are flying, uh, luggage, uh, the little luggage uh, cupboards there are popping open. Oh, no. Yeah. The airbags pop down. The, oh, my God. The masks. I've, I've never been on a flight where the masks I, have popped. I don't know what I, I don't think I'd fly again. If the masks pop down? If the masks pop down. I would like a shot of putting one on. Yeah, I would like to see, because yeah. I don't really pay attention to when they're doing their things. I don't. I'm hand- I'd, be, I'd be like, I'm snap a- my eye. I'd be like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. a hands-on learner. Yeah. And that way, if it ever did need it, I'd like to know that I could do it. Yeah. Do you think you could uh, figure out the flotation device under your seat? Does the seat just, like, pop off? I don't know. I don't know, actually. <laughs> just underneath, I think. Like a little cubby. Yeah, but... Have it's we- just floating under there? It's just a loose... Uh, I thought the seat turns into one. <laughs> like, just morphs? Well, don't they say your seat turns into a flotation device? Yeah, some of it does. Yeah, some but might it- say your seat is the flotation device. Well, I thought it's, like, strapped underneath it. Yeah. Because there's uh, sometimes, like, a, you see a little yellow, I'm guessing, a life jacket and just stuck underneath it. Yeah, but we're, we're all jamming our, our personal item under that seat in front of us for takeoff. Oh, yeah, good luck to the person in front of me getting their stuff. <laughs> I got a big bag jammed in there. You ain't making it. Yeah. I, something tells me that if you got to pull out the old life jacket. Yeah. It's it, too late. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. 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 Sully Sullenberg would say different, Mars. <laughs> That's true. That is the true. miracle on the Hudson. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> we're talking about this because a Lufthansa flight experienced significant turbulence. It turns out we looked into it. Matthew McConaughey's girlfriend was on that flight. Yeah. And uh, Crash, your article from says that it dropped 4,000 feet. Yeah. This one, yeah, says it, it plummeted 4,000 feet, oh. which yes. is a lot more than the 1,000 that uh, we yeah. had earlier. Yeah. Uh, That's his, a lot of feet. And his wife uh, did a uh, Instagram video prior to the flight because she was put on this one. And then she's like, oh, the pilot's warning us. There's going to be 45 minutes of turbulence. Just my luck. And then, yeah, just her luck. It dropped 4,000 feet. And she didn't show anyone on the plane, but she showed the floor. She did a little pan. And there's just like crap everywhere. Well, yeah, because it fell out yeah. of the sky. All the warm buns at the front are all over the floor. Looks like a couple uh, fancy salads hit oh the floor. Oh, my gosh. To give you an idea of 4,000 feet, it's 1.2 kilometers. That's how, oh my God. It dropped a kilometer in the sky. Oh, that's not good. So we're talking terrible turbulence. Uh, Maybe you've been on a flight that, I mean, uh, I don't know if we'll talk to anybody who actually dropped out of the sky. Hopefully it's rare. Because I don't think I'd fly again. You think it would ruin it for you? Uh, Yeah. If I dropped uh, (laughs) uh, 1.2 kilometers, yeah, you bet. Hmm. At least for like us, odds are you're in your seat. You could be walking to the bathroom. You could have been grabbing something from overhead. Odds are you're on your seat. Yeah. The 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 flight attendants, they're always up and at them. Always. Right? Yeah, because you're like ding, ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> they're usually walking towards crash seat. Yeah, it's true. Constantly pushing that button. Like, hello, yeah, thirsty. Constantly. But they'd hit the ceiling. They would. They would. Yeah, they would go flying. That cart would go flying. Yeah. Oh. I, I don't think I'd fly. I, I'm terrible with turbulence as is. I get really uneasy about it. Yeah, yeah. 
but like terrible turbulence or like a plane dropping. Mm. Oh my gosh. Uh, here, uh, Warren's got some info. How are you doing, Warren? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you guys? Hey, doing good. fantastic. Have you been in terrible turbulence? No, but I was a flight attendant when I was 19. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and uh, what do you got for us? Uh, so your seat is a flotation device, and under the seat in a fabric pouch is your life vest. So two different things, but oh. both for the same reason. Oh. Oh, okay. So the seat will actually float. Yeah, so it's got two straps, and you put your forearms through them, and you kick like a dog. Oh, my God. Wow. Do you, uh, you being on the plane and having to uh, learn all this, do you think the seat would save you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't think so. Save you from what is the question, right? Yeah, dark? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like Mars said, I think if you're already at that yeah. point, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. All right, thanks, Warren. We appreciate it. Okay, okay. Yep. Peace out. Okay. Bye. 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 I don't recall that uh, arms and kicking like a dog spiel from the last night nope. I was on. They yeah. don't tell you anything about no, that. I don't see any like flailing. And, no. no. Yeah, it's all that mask work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Pull it tight. And then they got the hands with the lines. The mm-hmm. emergency things light up on the floor. That's oh. all they're telling us. This text here says, guys, I was on a flight without any warning. The plane dropped. It happened at the time when the food cart was in the aisle with two flight attendants. <sighs> Thankfully, I'm one of those people that always wears their seatbelt when sitting. Yeah, yeah you're supposed to. Uh, thank God the plane finally came back to normal. When it leveled out, I could hear people crying, shouting. All of the oxygen masks were down. Oh. It was horrible. Oh, jeez. A lot of people had superficial injuries, but one woman had it pretty bad. Oh. Long story short, wear your seatbelt at all times when you fly. If my sea bass hit the floor, I'd be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, would they resume dinner service? Like, I, imagine you were next in line. Oh, and your stomach's a rumbling. The cart goes flying. I doubt it. Someone gets hurt. I think you're on your own after that. Hopefully you brought a bottle of water. Pick it up off the floor. <laughs> also, I don't know why I do it. I think a lot of people do. As soon as that seatbelt like comes off, yeah. I rip my seatbelt off. Oh, do you unbuckle right away? But I don't have it like tight. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, mine's very loose. But I, And I still take it off. Oh. Yeah, don't always fly with it on. Because what if you fall asleep and turbulence hits? Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know. You guys, you guys get to go to the bathroom. You come back down. You put your seatbelt on? Every time. I yeah. I, yeah, oh, I do. Every, Every time. time. It's oh. very loose, like I said, but it is on. It's on. Oh. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I usually just have earbuds in. I don't hear any of the yeah. messages. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they're warning. So. Yeah. I also, uh, the emergency aisle yeah if i'm behind that i start counting on the emergency aisle how many seats away from my seat is the emergency exit oh well i don't do that yeah that's a lot of oh, anxiety wow. it's just... dark <laughs> and you can't see and you need to get out of the way that's why the emergency strips light up they on light the floor. up but yeah. what if they don't work <laughs> i'm getting out of that place. have you been final is death chasing you why are you so <laughs> Haley's so, looking at all emergency exits including in the airport there's a lot of anxiety around flying yeah, yeah. I, did, I don't fly well I'd be very suspicious if the woman seated next to me was counting out the seats <laughs> yeah. like five, six, seven, or eight, eight away from the emergency exit <laughs> why the hell do you care where the emergency exit is <laughs> what do you know that I don't know right? uh, Charles is hanging on hey Charles hey how's it going Crash good good Hi. Uh, you, uh, you had some wild turbulence on a flight once right well, I used to be a flight paramedic out of Peace River, so yeah. we, I flew for three and a half years almost every day. Wow. And we took off one time from Peace River, and as we're 
up where we're taking off, all of a sudden we dropped 1,500 feet, and I looked over and I saw our suction canister levitating in the air. What? No. My partner and I looked at each other. We're like, are we falling? (gasps) Oh, it's like you didn't even really compute right away. Because strapped in, too. Right. No, we didn't because we're strapped in and we're actually climbing in the air. And I'm like, this is not right. Oh, man. And it was probably only for like a couple seconds, if that, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then if we ever have a patient that has a head injury, we could only fly at 18,000 feet. So if there's a storm, we're flying through it because we can't go any higher because of their air pressure in the uh, in the right. patient's head. So oh, well, yeah, it'll affect the, the head injury. And you just plow exactly. right through the storm. Holy crap. No matter what. So I've been tossed around in a, in a little King Air 200 so many times I've lost count. Oh, so like on the big boys, like a, a big commercial flight and you get turbulence, you don't really care on that. Oh, I think you don't even feel it compared yeah. to a King Air 200 or 300. Yeah, yeah. You're just rumbling around. You're like, whatever. Do you have don't a, spill my cocktail. Do you have any flight anxiety at all? Or are you totally cool? You're like, whatever. Oh, I still I still get the anxiety every really? now and then. It's fun. It's funny. You hit a little bit of turbulence and you grab a hold of your stretcher yeah. and you're sitting there and going, huh. why? If this plane goes down, the stretcher's going down with me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? You're right. You have all the life-saving equipment, but nothing that wow. will actually save you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Oh. But it was the best It was the best time of my life. I love flying. It was so much fun. Oh, that's Very really cool. cool. Yeah, thanks for sharing that, Charles. Take care, everybody. Yeah, yeah you, you too. too. Bye-bye. Bye. Huh. That's cool. Imagine that. Like, you're sitting there, you're all strapped in, and then you're like, this is weird. You don't, yeah, even, you don't even realize. Yeah. You'd think ghosts at first. Yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah, before yeah. death and the plane yeah. is plummeting to the earth. You would. Uh, Cheryl, how you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? Good, Hi, we're good. good. Uh, what was your terrible turbulence? Um, so I was flying from Bali back to Australia, yeah. and we hit a storm. And we did exactly what that plane did. We dropped like 1,500 feet in, oh, in oh. a short amount of time. Yeah. And uh, like you said, the masks came down. It was really weird because the person in front of me wasn't didn't have their seatbelt on, and they they levitated. They flew up. Wow. It felt like I was dropping. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was really scary. We were met with ambulances, and I think six people were hurt or seven people were hurt. What? Holy crap! Well, yeah, if people are Sydney. levitating in front of you. My God. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird, and I didn't think anything of it. But I developed PTSD and and uh, have difficulty flying. I'm able to fly now without meds, but for the longest time, I was drugged up. On I, I bet. I had I no bet. recollection. Well, yeah, because yeah, it was traumatizing. Yeah, every time you get on a plane. You're immediately thinking back to that time when the person sure. in front of you was, was levitating. levitating. I, I have a question. Yeah. When when you, when it happened, I mean, obviously it came out of nowhere. The masks dropped down. What happens after? So, like, the plane levels out. Are you wearing your oxygen mask? Like, what? 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 No. Could, no. <laughs> I didn't even have time to grab. Like, I just it was pure shock, and I didn't have time to grab anything, and uh, like. The pilot came on and emergency. Uh, it was just, and like, I have to admit, I kind of, I think I kind of zoned out so I don't remember a lot. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. You blocked that it. Point. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, where you have like um, fight or flight and yeah. you don't remember. Like, I just don't remember a lot of it. I remember landing. Um, and then, yeah, and then I took a lot of drugs and I have a whole routine when I fly now. Um, it drove my ex crazy because I would have like a week of like meditation and, wow. and even talking about it causes like 
anyone talking about flying causes huge anxiety. Oh, my sorry. God. Yeah. I'm listening to this show this morning. Yeah. We're like, when did you always die? Yeah. This is therapeutic for you. Yeah, Let it out. Let it out. Exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, no, it was um, it was terrifying at the moment. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for sharing that, Cheryl. Thanks, Cheryl. No problem. You guys have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. She doesn't remember. Your body, yeah, your brain she went into shock. just blocked Wiped a lot out. out. Yeah. Holy cow. That's how bad it is. Change, wear your seatbelt. <laughs> uh, Joe, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Good, good. good. Uh, you experienced some terrible turbulence, right? Yeah, so back when I was working out of town, we were flying in from Prince George. Yeah. And as we were coming into Edmonton, remember looking out my window and seeing like a lightning and thunderstorm going on out there. It was pretty bumpy. It was super windy. And the further we descended, the worse it got to the point where like you were like getting bumped up in your seat, up into your seatbelt. Oh. As we touched down in Edmonton, yeah. the wheels touched down for a second. There was a big bump. Everybody like screamed. And then the pilot had to take off again and abort the landing. <gasps> and we had to fly to Calgary. Oh. And I think that moment when he pulled up and out of the airport to avoid hitting whatever he was trying to avoid hitting. Yeah. I, we were all sucked back into our seats and like leaning over. And, oh, yeah. It was uh, not a good experience. I, That's literally I, like I a roller coaster. Were super dry after that. I bet. I bet. I, I don't think I'd fly ever again. <laughs> right? Yeah. What a horrifying experience. Sorry, I missed that. I just said I don't think I'd fly ever again. That's insane. Yeah, it was uh, it was not fun. I didn't really want to fly again for a little while, but uh, didn't have a choice. I uh, I have I had to for work. So yeah, holy crap! All right, thanks for sharing that, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, you guys have a good one. Yeah, you too, buddy. Bye bye. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, this next story here is uh, it's kind of nuts. Off to Virginia we go, where. A young man decided that he was going to fulfill his lifetime dream. Mm. Now, what did he do? Well, how do you, how do you pronounce his name? I'm going to say it's Dwayne Wilson. Sped through a construction zone last Wednesday morning. When police, who were doing radar, tried to pull him over, he sped off. 24-year-old Dwayne Wilson then led officers on a high-speed chase through three separate counties. An officer clocked him driving at 130 miles per hour at one point. Jeez. Now, the police decided to chase him. It went on for about 35 miles. The cops then managed to box him in, so he was forced to pull over onto the shoulder. When they arrested him, they said, dude, what are you doing? And he said he did it because he had, quote, a lifelong dream to run from the police. Oh, I think we all would like that, but we should probably never, ever do that. No. Now, so far, he's only been charged with eluding police, but he'll more than likely be hit with some more charges. Yeah. And he just looks like a happy-go-lucky guy. Just regular Joe Blow, just trying to live out a dream here? Yeah, just trying to live out the dream of being involved in a police chase. Look how happy he is. He is so happy. (laughs) He is so happy. Now, Crash, I know that you've got a dream of driving over a spike belt. Yeah, I want to do a spike belt for sure. But you would never lead officers on a police chase to the point where they'd have to deploy it. Well, I think that would be fun, too. Think of the excitement. Yeah, I love the idea of a police chase. I right? love to be pursued. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want the spike belt hit like Crash does. Because people die. Yeah, people die. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you also would want to be. Yeah, I think about that every time I see. When you pull over, you never think about what if I just go right every time. Wouldn't it be such a like an adrenaline filled feeling of the cop gets out of his car, you're looking in your rearview mirror, and he's like, no, oh, click. All of a sudden, you're like, here we go. 
And then the cop runs back to his car, yeah. cherries on, and he's peeling out. I, oh, that'd be great. I, and then you're just ripping down the highway, passing cars. I also believe they want us to run. No, I don't think they do. Oh, they don't. you don't think they want to get in a high-speed chase? That guy, when uh, I got pulled over between uh, the Saskatchewan and Manitoba border, yes. that cop wanted me to run. That cop. Well, that cop keeps of hazard the ditch. I've uh, never seen anything like it. He flew out from a bush line as yeah. I'm passing. I was doing a 125 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this cop was like, oh, yes, today's the day. Yeah. I didn't see him until the last minute. And all of a sudden, this car, Cherry's on, comes flying out of the bush. Yeah. On the other side, because it was a twinned highway, goes over the highway, cuts off traffic, hits the ditch. And I'm looking. His front end's like, boom, boom. Grass is flying everywhere. And then he gets on the highway, Skids out sideways, <laughs> and I'm already slowing down, heading right, for the yeah. shoulder, and he's like, burn, 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 and I'm pulled over, and he's you have your license like, registration out the window. No, no. I guarantee that cop wanted me yeah. for it. I was crazy because I was watching. Like, I actually turned around because mm. I'm like, "What is this guy doing?" I did have license registration yeah, we already, yeah. but this guy was still just like fishtailing down the highway. Because I remember, I was, I'm like, "This is really dramatic." I remember, <laughs> I remember I said that because he was at like, and what was the speed limit? 110. Uh, at that point, yeah, because we were still on Saskatchewan side. I think it was yeah, 110. I think yeah, it was 110 it was right around the border. Yeah. And you were going what about 128? I think he said. You sure. Were yeah. Like, that's a little much for 18 over. It was, yeah. I think he wanted me to run, though. Let's just, mm. you know, simmer down. I would imagine any officer stuck doing, like, traffic control <laughs> would want a little, except they didn't get into the game. Yeah, just to sit on a bush line. Write tickets. No. Lame. He, he was there for the chase. They have the training. They're yeah. trained for these situations. Mm. They want to let it loose. Oh, yeah. But I've never seen a cop car do that in my life. We'd be that doing was adrenaline filled for me. We'd be doing them a favor. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, if he you want to be though. like Dwayne, <laughs> he was super he mad. He was pissed and he oh, held was, me for half an was hour. Was he ever mad at oh, you? Yeah. I don't even know what he was so mad at I, you about. I don't know. He had he had nothing nothing going on. Well, because he's like, why are you speeding so fast? And I remember you looked at him and you're like, well, I'm just, we're heading to Manitoba. My brother had a baby. He's like, well, you don't have to speed there. Uh, he just like, ripped me a new one. Okay, it's okay. And then sat in his car for like 15 minutes with my insurance yeah, license. Yeah, he was oh, really like, mad. He's oh. probably on Facebook. <laughs> like, you <laughs> son of a... <laughs> <laughs> he probably wanted more ditch jumping. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, just so you know, if you do try to outrun police like Dwayne did, mm. um, you're going to be in some serious trouble because he's sitting in a jail cell right And Dwayne's now. a young guy. Yeah, a young guy. Uh, Dwayne looks like it was worth it. He looks pretty happy. <laughs> That's uh, is that his shot of him being pulled over? Yeah, yeah, he's really happy. <laughs> he's living the dream. Hey, Ma, I just got pulled over, <laughs> run from the cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through three different counties, so mm. so there you go. For those of you who have ever had to move, it could be one of the most stressful things in life. As a matter of fact, they say like a giant move like that is almost as stressful as a divorce. Yeah, no one enjoys moving. No one enjoys moving. And like if you're moving like into another city or into another province, yeah. it can also be the stress of having to relocate. That's tough to do. I've sure. done it. Yeah, it's yeah. not easy. Yeah, we've, re- we've relocated so many times with our career. Off to Regina we go where a couple there says their moving experience was a nightmare that left their belongings damaged, destroyed, or missing. This guy's name is Doug. He and his girlfriend recently made the decision to move back to Regina from their home in Prince George, B.C., but Doug says that move has left them devastated. Was it from like a moving company that damaged a bunch of stuff? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
He said every box damaged. Oh. Every piece of furniture broken. Mm-hmm. And the worst part he said was the amount of stuff that didn't show up. Mm. Among the items that didn't arrive, the cremated remains of a family oh. family member. Oh. It's always like the most important. That should that come with you up. though in your car. Yeah. Or in your bag. Yeah, but I guess if you've been carrying grandma around or whoever yeah. for years. You put her in a box. Yeah, you just throw it in the box. Like, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. If it was fresh, if, yeah. Like if if you hang on, if his that. dad died the week before, I'm sure, sure that's coming in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like many years later, that's in a box. Oh, it's in a box with a bunch of other stuff. Look at his boxes. Well, Doug said that it oh. looked like the moving van suffered a severe rollover based on the condition of the belongings. Like we've had dented and crushed boxes, not like this. He <laughs> also not- claimed that his boxes showed signs that some of them were unpacked and gone through. Oh, that's the risk. Yeah. That's everyone's greatest fear. He also said, quote, the other part that was disheartening is as we were going through stuff, we were finding stuff that we boxed in separate boxes. We're all kind of dumped into others. Oh. They also found a minimum of three people's other three other people's belongings, like strangers that they don't know. Oh, so they just cut open a whole bunch of boxes. But and why are you doing that? Rifled through. Well, they want the good stuff. Was this some fly by night moving company? Right. Yeah, this doesn't... No reputable company would be doing this. Yeah, they they do give the name of the company. I've never heard of it. Let me just Google it to see if it's... It's not one of the big boys. And like any move that we've done that uh, we've included a moving company, like there's insurance and stuff. So like with damaged goods like this, they'd be able to claim something. Well, they had some rough insurance here. It says they covered 50 cents per pound. Oh. Oh. Mm. Oh. Which doesn't come close to... To what they were hauling. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Well, to the value of what you're yeah, calling yeah. 50 cents per pound. Yeah, it says they moved 11,000 pounds. So it's like six grand. Mm. And the, that's and the, that's what you're getting. Everything's yeah. crushed. I just went to their website. It says that they are the best affordable moving company in Vancouver, providing cheap and reliable moving services. Mm. When this goes bad like this, yeah. and a lot of people, unfortunately, have terrible moving stories. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is there conflict at the house at the initial load up? No, because I feel like the initial load up, it's not the same people hauling it. But for every box to be smashed like this. The, in this situation, I bet you the truck was in an accident because they are ruined. Yeah, they, it wasn't in an accident. Like they well, should have just said it was in an accident. <laughs> here's, here's another one of their boxes. Like, like what happened here? Because if the vehicle wasn't an accident, let's say a bunch of boxes rolled over, they're all over the ditch, then I get other belongings ending up in your stuff. What is that? What is this? <laughs> what are those other happened? boxes? It's compact. Like they it made, looks like it went through a compact. Yeah, if you can't like, see the photos, exactly yeah. how Crash is describing like the it. The cardboard crusher that you have at the back of buildings, that's what it looks like the their pack their uh, moving box went through. Oh my goodness! Damn. And then did they just kind of retape it up? It looks. It looks like it. Like they. They. <laughs> They're like the. You know, it'll fix it. More packing tape. They made an enemy that day. Well, yeah. also like looking through. There's a lot of like red flag words on this moving company's website. Oh. On well, someone posted too. They said uh, with your fifty cents a pound insurance. Uh, on the app says that is way too cheap. We're moving to Nova Scotia and we got a quote from a big company. Yeah. They're doing at least two bucks a pound. Right. Oh, so it's way too good to be true. I didn't know it was per pound. Yeah. Not per I didn't know that item. Either. Can you get like private insurance? Cause I guess it wouldn't be home insurance. Cause none of the home is not covered by that anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't can know. you, 
I didn't, uh, I didn't move with valuable enough stuff. Because we get home insurance not only for the, you know, the house itself, but yeah, like yeah. all the incredible, valuable stuff we have inside it. That we just, yeah, we're like, but take it away. Once it's out of the house, is there any, how do we cover it? I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think so. Use a reputable company. Here's what they say, by the way, if you are doing a move, they see some of the best things to look for is, like, especially if it's not one of the big boys that's playing, um, do some research, like read the Better Business Bureau. This company's been open for five years, five years mm. or two years, and has 43 complaints. Oh. Yeah, so look at that. Uh, never deal in cash either. Well, that's good. Um, always make sure that you have either like send an e-transfer, a check, or you used your credit card. Mm. We had a company that was demanding cash. We did. When and, we moved, that's right. Yeah. They wanted cash. And they were demanding cash. That's and that, right. And that was a reputable company, too. But the guys were demanding cash, and they said they would lower the rate. Right. They would lower oh. the overall amount if we're willing to pay cash. And, uh, well, uh, I got all this stuff. We checked all our stuff. It was all good. So I paid them cash. <laughs> I'm like, they, they ended up being okay. Oh, they were fine. Yeah, they were yeah. good. I would imagine, though, they probably split the cash, right? Well, yeah, cause we, because then it's, we it's didn't have a traceable. house. We had a, So I think they were loading our small, like... Um, no, we moved a whole house to another house. Oh, yeah, we did. That yeah. was those guys. Yeah, and they were great. Yeah, all they right. wanted cash. Well, they say never deal in cash. Once <laughs> <laughs> the job's done, though. Yeah, all the stuff yeah. was in, and I looked at it. Yeah. It, it was, it was good. fine. So, yeah. yeah, it was fine. They also say watch for trends and complaints. Like, have a look at their social media, what complaints have been filed with the company, mm. and get personal recommendations. Ask family, friends, people online, you know, of, of Facebook, you know, groups or whatever, um, for some good recommendations. Mm-hmm. As for what's going to happen to Doug and his stuff, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. Like uh, for us, like we were moving across the country and you just pack up all your stuff and they're like, all right, we'll see you in like a month and a half. And yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Let's hope my stuff makes it. That's why it's stressful. It's stressful for a number yeah, of reasons. Big time. <laughs> all right. For those of you who like to adventure out in the name of country pop stars, boy, do I have something for you this morning. What does a musician with five Grammy awards and two world music awards need to round off her list of achievements? Uh, well, let's just say, first of all, that country star is Shania Twain. Ooh, dang. And what did Shania Twain just get? I'm going to mess this up. A high-tech Swiss train named after her called the Shania Twain train. Oh, they finally named it? The Shania Twain train. <laughs> yeah, there's a, the Twain Twain. The Twain Twain. The Twain Twain. The Shania Twain train. The Twain Train. Yeah, Twain Train. The Shania Twain Twain. (laughs) (laughs) The new Golden Pass Express train, which runs from Montreux on Lake Geneva to Interlaken in central Switzerland, has been named the Shania Twain Twain. <laughs> As a tribute to Canadian country music star Shania Twain. Twain. <laughs> God. Almost. Yeah, I read good. this last night and yeah. I'm like, Sh- I like practice. That's what you were doing in the mirror. I was in the mirror. I'm like, Shania Twain Twain. Nope. Because <laughs> 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 she lives out in Switzerland? I think she has a place there, no? She does. Yeah. She's actually lived by a Lake Geneva for 10 years now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So she's got a place out there that she loves. The Canadian singer is the, who is this? Um, What does this mean? Oh, she is the godmother of the Shania Train, so it was fitting that they call it the Shania Twain Twain. Mm. Twain. <laughs> you guys try it. Yeah, it's a, it's a Shania Twain Train Twain. They nope. also <laughs> say things. The conductor yells this. All aboard the Shania Twain Twain to Twain Town. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, train yeah. Twain. Mm-hmm. God, why did they do this? 
Does Shania train to Twain Town? Why Twain Town? I don't because I, I think it goes like I I don't know near her house or I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess it takes you to Twain Town. <laughs> and guys, guess who was first on scene after they unveiled? Oh, you the know naming. this guy. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that horn! Oh, oh my God! Oh, she's yeah. beautiful. She is. The train and Shania. <laughs> <laughs> All of it. Will Shania be on the Twain train? <laughs> She sh- I mean, she should do, do the she must have done like the inaugural. She did run. the inaugural. She was there for the reveal as well. Yeah, does she actually take the train? I don't know if she does the Twain train. Twain. Yeah. <laughs> do they christen a uh, Twain train the way they would like a uh, Twain boat with a bottle of bubbly? I think she'd smash the guitar. I, the would, I would think so. I think she'd hit it with a guitar. She's wearing like a conductor's hat and a cute little jacket as well when Aww. she did do it. So she looks really great. The new Twain Twain follows the Golden Pass trade route, which has existed since the Middle Ages. Oh, wow. Starting by tracking the shores of Lake Geneva before entering Hongren Valley, famous for its dairy cows, delicious cheese and chocolate. In other words, my heaven and terminates in the resort town of Interlaken. If you could be named after a big transportation vehicle, what would you like? Do you want the train or do you want an airplane? Mm. Like a jet? Yeah. Or do you want like a, a cab? I think you want an aircraft carrier. Yeah, I think so. I want a I want an Airbus. Mm, I want a yacht. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be good. Haley's yacht? <laughs> All aboard Haley? Oh, I'd like a yacht name. too, yeah. <laughs> I feel like even the sky is probably the trickiest to get into. I feel like the water is still the most prestigious. Mm. Like I feel like boats. You gotta name that boat. Yeah, yeah boat's pretty most, good. Are the mm. highest of honors. Mm. This text here at 56789 says, I've been repeating Twain Train over and over and in the car, and I've only gotten it right half of the time. Yeah. This is very difficult in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it'd be unbearable to be on that train? Because yes. I'm gonna be like, I'm on the Twain Twain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. <laughs> yes. I think it'd be very difficult to say you're on the Twain Twain. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's neat. It is neat. So is her outfit she chose for the inauguration. Did I you think see it looks good. the the hat? Yeah, it's very on point with the, the conductor's hat. Yeah. What's is that a jacket? Yeah, that's a jacket. A with piece a, of a jacket? It's like a jacket that matches her coat with a with a horse. Well, she is Shania Twain. Yeah, she seems like on a the lot Twain for, Twain. <laughs> she's a country music star for Twain Twain Day. <laughs> what, do you, what do you feel like? She should be wearing more of a conductor's outfit, like top to bottom. It looks, it looks, uh... She's a rock star. It looks crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't it? That's a a wild choice, right? I mean, it's not something I would specifically choose, but I mean, I'm also not, I'm also not a rock star with uh, more money than I know what to do with. Fair enough. Right? Yeah, it does have horses on it. Is that a horse's ass on the front? Oh, is that the horse? (laughs) Oh, it is a horse's ass. combination? I'll put it up again here. It's is that a horse-fish combination? Like, does it have a tail? Oh. Well, the horse yeah, does, the, yeah. yeah. The horse is like a sassy ass. Picture a horse with the most sassiest walk. Like, yeah. Boom, and boom, it's the, left it's to the right. the tail swishing from yeah. left to right. Yeah, the tail's far off to the right there. After it's like, boom, look at this Yeah, ass. like, boom to the left, boom to the right. Oh, I see. I see you what see? you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. she's double double thumbs up too. Like, hey, I got a train. <laughs> this text here, 56789 says, Haley may not want to advertise all aboard Haley for obvious reasons. Mm. I said what I said. <laughs> she's sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets, please. <laughs> oh, boy. 
All right, we've talked about scams on this show a lot and how to not fall for them, but we all know that anyone can fall for a scam, including anybody in this room. Dr. Jan McGee was the principal of a chartered school in Florida, and she was forced to resign after falling for an online scam. What did she fall for? She sent $100,000 to Elon Musk. (gasps) He doesn't need money. And apparently it wasn't a knee-jerk decision either. Dr. Jan McGee had been talking to Elon for at least four months. They were actually talking about him investing in her school. She had mentioned the conversations to her staff, and they were pretty skeptical. Some even warned her that Elon Musk wouldn't be talking to her about the school. But Jan believed in fake Elon. So when he said, why don't you send $100,000 to his right-hand man, someone named Luis Alberto Fernandez, she fired off a check from the school's account. No! Now, the details are hazy, but Jan put matching funds in the memo line. She was apparently under the assumption that writing this check would lead to Elon giving the school $6 million in return. Oh, my Mm. God. So that's what she thought she was doing. So I'm going to ask you guys, what do you think happened at the end of this story? Uh, Well, she was fired. Yeah. And uh, that money is long gone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And surprise, surprise, she was not talking to Elon Musk. Um, Question. Was she charged with anything? Well, no. The good news is is that the school's business manager got wind of the payment in time. Oh. So they scrambled to stop the check. Oh. The last I was waiting, read they were still waiting to see if it was cleared or if they had got it in time. Because a part of me is wondering if this is just a big old scam that she's part of. And she's like, oh, I fell for an online scam. Meanwhile, this money is going to her own account. No, it it wasn't. It was going to somebody's. But like she would just have a numbered account somewhere, maybe. But the principal of a charter school who has access to six figures this easily. Yeah. I'm sure she was doing fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure she was. To risk it all for a hundred grand. Well, she had a meeting with school board members in which she said, quote, I'm a very smart lady, well-educated. I fell for a scam. The school is now looking for a new principal, and they're launching a full investigation into what happened. For the record, it's also unclear how Jan was communicating with fake Elon, but it looks like all things are pointing to Facebook. Mm. Wouldn't you, not even Twitter? (laughs) Wouldn't you love to get a hand on those uh, messages? Oh, my God, yeah. To see what sort of song he was singing her? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm guessing it was very complimentary. Oh, I would imagine he was very complimentary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's how they get you. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So some people were wondering for $100,000, why didn't she verify his identity with a video call or, quote, even on Twitter Mm -hmm. since he's easily available there? She didn't have an answer. I guess once once you think you got a hot lead, right? Yeah. You're like, yes, this is going to be huge. I guess you just rush, rush to get it done. I get, but they think it was months. Wow. Four months. That's yeah. not a rush. Yeah. I think she thought that she person was talking, worked her for four months. She thought she was talking to Elon. Ugh. Oh, lady. She's like, tell me about your rockets. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, she's a doctor. Mm. Yeah. Dr. Jan McGee. Oh, so anybody can fall for yeah. a scam. She thought she was securing six million dollars for the school. Oh, God, this text. My husband's birth mom is falling for the Keanu Reeves scam right now. Oh. And there's no talking her out Isn't of it. Isn't that wild that you can't oh. talk them out of it? I think because I, I don't understand. I think because they, they're already so invested in it. Right. 
Like they maybe they've already like maybe this person has already given the Keanu Reeves scam money, so they're already invested in it, and there's no turning back. So it can't be wrong. Yeah, because they're not dumb enough to give money to a scam, so that is not an option. But it sounds like like in this person, like there's nowhere in her mind does she have doubt. Which with the Keanu with Reeves, the Keanu scam? Reeves, yeah, oh like, yeah, because she probably she gave money invested already. in it. Yeah. She probably already gave money, so by her being like, oh my god, I got scammed, she's admitting that she, like, she fell for this. So, yeah. So it's easier just to be like, nope, it's true. But do you it's think she lie. knows like that she just won't it? So you think it's stubbornness, not Yeah, maybe, maybe deep, deep, deep inside, you're like, I'm being scammed, but you're hoping, you're hoping to hell that it's legit. Some people want to know what is the Keanu scam. I believe it's Keanu Reeves reaches out to you and asks you for money. Yeah, you send us $20, yeah. we'll tell you the rest of it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'll tell you all about Keanu. Yeah. yeah, rich celebrities aren't going to ask you guys for money. Or talk to you ever. Or talk to you, yes. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Or talk, or talk to you. To you yeah, yeah, you they are will, not special enough. They will never reach out. For Keanu Reeves nope. to ever talk to you. They will never reach no. out. No. Mm-hmm. This text, oh my, I, okay. What? This text here says, my ex was convinced she was messaging with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh my God. Okay, first of all, that's an odd celebrity. Yeah. Isn't it? Because he's kind of like a who? He's not really a. Oh, he's a who. Like he's not he's really. AGL? Yeah. He's a, oh my God. He's, he's, he's awesome. Like, Triple threat dancing. No, I mean, who is in like, who is that? Oh, I know who he is. Well, yeah. I, no, I, I think everybody in this room does, but I don't think everybody listening knows who that is. Oh, yeah. His ex does. Yeah. If you Google the picture, you'd be like that guy. Yeah, like he's he's kind of like, uh, who is that? Yeah. So it's, this text here says, my ex was convinced she was messaging with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm-hmm. Was he asking her for money? This maybe, will, maybe not yet. Yeah, not yet. This will never go away. And like, we, we, how many years have we talked about this? Oh, every month. And it's just every, constant. Every month. Anytime easy. there's a pop, like a celebrity gets a little popularity, there's a scam going on. Garth Brooks reached out to mm-hmm. me. Oh, yeah. I remember the Garth Brooks. Right? That was a big thing. He yeah, needs some help. I think it's because we'll always be uh, susceptible to a compliment, especially from a celeb. I guess. Imagine mm-hmm. they slip into your DMs. Yeah, and you're like, oh, my God. Talking about your great photos. Are you yeah. kidding me? And they just reference something like some semi-personal. You're like, oh my god, how do yeah. they know? Oh, it's your le- you must be legit. Is there anybody listening right now? Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. Who like if someone fell for that celebrity, you know, scam? Are they still talking to them? Like oh, if, I don't think uh, no. Once you once there's no more money, they're done. Do they just go away? Like so, Garth Brooks. Well, yeah, they're, if they're, you're talking to Garth Brooks, yeah. Garth Brooks then would just like go away or do the or does Garth Brooks long game it well I think is once, it like a once, year once you give them money then they're done with you there's but no what point. if you don't give them money do they just keep oh, then it's I mean, probably a lot of it's just a bot oh you think so this thing is just firing off uh, auto replies. yeah it's just auto reply and you're like oh my god because all the all the conversations would be generic as hell yeah you think Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. You think they're generic? I think that they're quite personal. Well, as personal as they can be, but they've probably got, you know, 30, 40 people on the hook, you know? And it's, yeah, all the messages are copy-paste. Yeah, I don't think think one person's just banging them out. All right. I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669. Text us, if you like, as well, at 56789. Um, If somebody you know... um, Was maybe in your family or some friends, um, if they did talk to a fake celebrity online how long did it go for did maybe were you talking to a celebrity for a long time have you had celebrities reach out to you because i bet that's part of it too where the celeb will say like hey i gotta keep things on the dl don't tell anyone 
Oh, you think they tell you to not work? Oh, yeah, because yeah, you yeah, know yeah, your yeah. friends will say like, because yeah. uh, you don't want to put it online on your status, being like, hey, I'm chatting with so and so, they need cash. Because someone will point out that uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but then nobody believes them. You've been yeah. duped, uh-huh. right? Yeah. All right, if you've been chatting to a scammy celebrity, how long did it go on for? Maybe it was like your mom or your grandma. Maybe it was your brother-in-law. How much money did you give? Oh, did they, they ask for? What they yeah. ask? Yeah, what for? was the ask? Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. A principal in Florida resigned after she was tricked by someone posing as Elon Musk online. And Elon asked her to send him $100,000. And in return, he would donate $6 million to her charter school in Florida. Um, she did send the $100,000. It was not Elon Musk. Ooh. And fortunately, they're hoping that the school was able to get it before the $100,000 was cleared. I'm going to guess the money was gone. The money's gone. I don't know. That they, they haven't updated. Right? Because I feel like these scammers, they make damn sure they're getting that cash immediately, right? Yeah, I guess. Mm. Also, I would imagine it takes a while for a $100,000 check to clear. I don't know. I don't know if you get a, you can set a limit on your bank for how much you can deposit without the right. Yeah, yeah I don't maybe know. maybe yeah, a school system can uh, move big amounts of money. Unless I don't know. it's got a five day five business day hold. <laughs> five I, don't, big. I don't know. I've never had to deal with that Elon. amount of money. <laughs> don't sec. cash this before Monday. Yeah, so. <laughs> post date it. <laughs> I don't know. But if it's just going into a personal account, yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Right? Yeah. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's someone in your life. Yeah. Um, maybe you discovered that one of your parents gave money to a fake celebrity online. Wouldn't you be crushed if you discovered that your parent did this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or a grandparent, or well, even, yeah, a, even because a friend. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this text here at five six seven eight nine says, "Good morning, guys. I know someone that was talking to Jake Gyllenhaal for oh. years on Twitter. Oh no." He was using a covert name, of course. Apparently, she was never asked for any money, as far as I know, so we could never figure out what this person's end game was. She still thinks that she's talking to him to this day. Oh, she probably gave money. I'm noticing a, a theme with the celebs that are in person, like the Jake Gyllenhaals. Well, outside of the Taylor Swift stuff, yeah, yeah. Was, was enjoyed. People mm. thought he was a, a nice boy. Right. The Keanu Reeves, famously one of the nicest yeah, guys in Hollywood. Yeah, one of the nicest mm. guys. So is that, you, you pick like a nice celeb. If you're going to be the scammer, yeah, yeah. you pick like a nice uh, celeb to be your I guess because you, would, to be you your, would never think they would scam you, right? Yeah. You're not grabbing like Sean Penn, a notorious no. oh, jerk. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't even reply much. No. <laughs> Nice try, Sean Ben. Block. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. If you want to chime in, uh, I got uh, Lake in. How you doing, buddy? Not bad. How you doing, Crash? Good, good. Uh, unfortunately, uh, your mom fell for uh, a celebrity Uh-oh. scam. Yeah. So I'm sure you guys have all heard the name Morgan Wallen, correct? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so she was messaging him for about a month on Facebook or whoever it was. Yeah. And uh, they finally convinced her to buy Amazon gift cards from multiple Walmarts and send them and all that good stuff. No. And, yeah, ten thousand dollars later, 10, she's in the thousand. Oh. Yeah. And the whole time that she thought she was chatting with Morgan Wallen, um, I bet you she didn't breathe a word of this to you, right? 
No, she kept it pretty quiet until she told my brother, actually, and he kind of passed the word off to me. Oh. And as soon as I heard this, I gave her a call and tried to get the scoop, and she is still 100% convinced, 100% convinced it was him. Really? Now, did he... She'll fight it right to the end. She's like, no, it was legit Morgan Wallen. Was it like a love thing? Like, was he professing love for her, or was it, like, how did he get her? Honestly, I, I, she won't give me the full story. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, all I, all I know is, oh, you're a big fan. You know, we appreciate you. Know, you know, our, you know, loving our music, so on and so forth. Um, but my manager or whoever needs some help getting Amazon gift cards and blah 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 blah. And yeah, it oh. turned out to be quite a mess. Oh, that is brutal. And you know, there's no convincing her that it wasn't 29 year old Morgan yeah. Wallen. No, there is no convincing her. She still, to this day, 100% believes, even though the bank has told her, yeah, no, you got scammed. Everybody's telling her. She's $10,000 in the hole. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And like I said earlier, I think it's because she fully committed and she's done this. Now now in her mind, she's like, no, I'm only going to believe it's real. Exactly. Oh, I I hope she stops. I know she's definitely done with it now. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Well, thanks for sharing that. Take care, Lakin. All right, thanks, guys. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. I guess he was preying on like the fact that mom's a big fan. I, oh, yeah. I guess, but that yeah. goes my theory about famous nice guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morgan Wallen. Yeah, he's got a reputation. I guess depending what your mom. <laughs> well, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't know her thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this text here from Northside Teresa said Bradley Cooper followed me on Instagram. It caught my eye for a second, but then I just blocked him. Mm. Well, yeah, this... it's probably not Bradley Cooper. Will this get trickier though? Because on Twitter. Uh, uh, Elon ditched all the blue check marks. Yeah, or you can just buy one. Yeah. So is this could be this could be a golden age for for scammers on Twitter, right? For fake celebs. Well, yeah, because it could be like, I know I lost my blue check mark. I need money to actually pay for it. Help me. Yeah. <laughs> but you maybe. can just you can just pick a name, Bradley Cooper, though, and buy a blue check mark now. Yeah, that's true. There's no verification. No. Yeah, what? there is. Yeah, you can do yeah. whatever you want. Me, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this text here five six seven eight nine says my coworker's brother thinks that he's talking to Jennifer Aniston. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, he's bringing her to the next family reunion. Oh, man. Are you guys excited to see who he actually brings? Can I get an invite? <laughs> I, I want to be there. I want to come. <laughs> oh, I hope he's not giving cash. Well, well he's got to get a plane ticket and stuff. Oh, yeah, he probably man. has to pay she's for her come to come. Yeah. yeah, you know who's not going to that family reunion? Imagine, imagine if she showed up. Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> She's not. Oh, say she, okay. she's not showing See, up. This crash is like. Just think about it for a second. Well, no, I'm thinking about because no, 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 I love no. her. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, it's like playing the lottery, right? It's it a shot. It is. You never know. It is probably not. not Jen, but you never know. Can I justify X amount of dollars yeah. for potential Jen? No, no, don't do it. Uh, this text here five six seven eight nine says, uh, "Hey guys." Uh, I, recently on TikTok, I've been followed by a couple of celebrities as well. Mm. Um, I was told to block them because, yeah. of course, they're probably not real celebrities. So they're getting you through TikTok as well. Mm. This text here, 56789, says, My stepsister, about 20 years ago, was talking to a prince for over a year. Oh. A year. Ooh. She gave him $14,000 from my mom and dad's bank account. <gasps> oh, God, No. No. And that's like the, I feel like the, the prince is like the oldest, uh, the oldest one. Trick in the book. Yeah. yeah. Well, she said that was from 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that one still uh, will pop up periodically. Yeah. 
Well, because it's tough to verify yeah. a prince. Like, I don't know what prince is. That's over true. There, I don't know. With um, uh, with our fakes, we talk sometimes about getting like you know you should just video call someone mm-hmm. so you know it's them. But with deep fakes now, yeah, like deep fake technology. Yeah, that'd can, be tough. You could send a video. Yeah, you can uh, shoot them a video of any, any celeb saying oh. anything you want. Uh, yeah, personal video with your name and everything. Yeah. And referencing like things on your Facebook page, you'd be like, oh my God, this is actually you. Yeah. Oh, That's no. dangerous. I did some deep diving into this on the weekend. And they're <laughs> talking about... Oh, hold on. Yeah, really? Really? Oh, no. oh no. How much what money happened? do you give? No, because I'm, I'm curious. And I'm right. worried about my grandparents falling for scams because yeah. they have quite a few grandkids. Yeah, yeah. And they're looking at mimicking people's voices. Huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Over the yeah. phone. Yeah, yeah. Like, they have hours of audio of me speaking. Mm-hmm. They could use my voice to call my grandparents. Yeah. So there's a thing going around where people are asking you to come up with a code word for your family. So if you get a panicked phone call from a family member, you can say, is this really you? What's the code word? There's and then you know, tomatoes. Then you know it's them. Mm-hmm. And it's not an AI. Mm-hmm. Because that's terrifying. Yeah. It's still my voice. Getting a little worried about the inheritance? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you mentioned all those other grandkids. Yeah, say, so <laughs> like, so yeah. There's eight of us. There's eight of us. There's eight of us. Yeah, Haley's doing the math in her yeah. head. She's like, oh, it's, it's getting dwindled down there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, some of my cousins would call her asking for help. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, oh, we've got to have a chat about phone safety. Yeah. <laughs> at some point. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh yeah, and like grandparents will take a, a chunk of their money and help out like mm-hmm. a couple family oh, members, yeah. and you're like, what? Oh yeah, what gives? My grandparents would help the cousins. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, they get you. I know, like this text here five six seven eight nine says, uh, "Hey guys, when it comes to celebrity scams, my aunt gave away ninety three thousand dollars." <gasps> After she did it, I said, if I knew you were in the business of giving away $93,000, I would have put my name in the hat, Grant. And she, this was an online thing? Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, that's brutal. Was it a, a to a to a celeb? She thought. Yeah, I think so. They don't say which celebrity though. Mm. At one chunk, do you think, or do you think that's over like a decade? Are you writing? Are you cutting one check? No, I think it's time and time again. I'm gonna say that Five one. Figures. That one probably was yeah. m- multiple. Do you yeah. think if you get burned on one, and then someone else reaches out like weeks later, does it get you again? Are you like this? Well, maybe this one's legit. Well, because what are the odds of two fakies, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, you just get burned multiple times. This text here, 56789, says, I know a woman who believes she was talking to Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel? <laughs> she ended up giving him $4,000 oh. thinking she was helping him out and that he was interested in her. Oh, no. Vin, Vin Diesel. How do they choose which celeb right? to approach you with? Do they comb your profile? And like, I don't know. And they see must. you love Fast and Furious Five. Yeah, F5. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they've maybe they've purchased data because all data is for sale. And oh, maybe they yeah. can see. Yeah, like your page. You're into this celebrity. Your mm. your page, Mars. Yeah. You're into like this celebrity. Yeah, and then they can just tailor it that way. Tailor it that way. Who and feels this sorry for Vin Diesel? Well, that person that story? gave four grand? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh, the gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, Rock he, cutting in his Fast and Furious money? Right? Yeah, he he sang that sad song about Paul Walker. This text <laughs> here, he friend. did. At 56789 says, Remember when Adam Levine was bu- messaging a bunch of women on Instagram? 
Well, apparently uh, there were a number of accounts that were Adam Levine that were not Adam Levine mm-hmm. messaging a whole ton of women. Everybody fell for that one. Mm. Yeah, but he wasn't after money. Yeah. He's after honey. Yeah, 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 was, yeah, that's yeah. Right. He didn't need the money. He's sweet. <laughs> oh, this text here said I had someone tell me that they were Ryan Reynolds. They approached me online. That's a good one because you're like, wow, this is Canadian. <laughs> that is a good one. If a celeb... Maybe he's looking to do a viral video. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like a good guy. Yeah, right. If a celeb legit was going to contact you, yeah. they'd use like a third party, right? They'd I have would like imagine. their assistant? Yeah. I would imagine like a manager, an agent, or someone would contact me. They w- it would never be the celebrity reaching out. Yeah. But I feel like I'd be more susceptible to fall to that. Yeah. Like, hi, I'm a so-and-so representing. Yeah. Right. Oh, so, yeah. 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 I'd be yeah. like, whoa, Ooh, tell okay. me more. How much money do you need? <laughs> and then this text here at 56789 says, the girl at my daycare would get down with Vin. Her chihuahuas are named Vin and Diesel. Mm. Well, she better stay off the uh, social media then. Yeah. Because mm. you're going to get targeted. She'd give, she'd give all her money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, chihuahua sort of got that, like... Uh, that Vin. dumb Vin face, right? <laughs> Don't say it. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. This next story here is crazy and something that I've actually never thought about until now. Off to British Columbia we go, where a driver took their vehicle in for a tune-up, and dash cam footage later revealed it was never done, but oh. they were charged. Oh no. They never tuned her up? They never tuned it up whatsoever. Like a full oil change, check fluids, like that kind of thing? So this dude's name is Stanley. He took his car to Discount Tire in Surrey, which, by the way, has some pretty decent reviews for a wheel alignment job. Mm. We all got to get those every now and again. Sure, yeah. Stanley said he picked up his car after about an hour and a half. They called, said, we're all done. Come in and pay. Paid for his work. Got in his car. And he checked his dash cam to see how long it actually took for the alignment. Mm. But after reviewing the footage, he saw that his car was left parked where he left it the entire time. (gasps) And it never moved. Wow. Oh, man. That's bad. What was the uh, shop's excuse? Uh, They said, no, we did the alignment. And he said, no, uh, come look at my dash cam footage. (laughs) They then admitted that they didn't touch the car. (gasps) Did they just like pass the buck and be like, oh, we thought it was in the shop. And they're saying it was now a whole bunch of miscommunications. Oh, afterwards, discount tire said, well, we'll do it right now. And he said, no, give me my money back. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, discount tire. Going back to you. And give me a little on top. Stay away from the news. Right. Yeah. I guess when you leave your vehicle, you're just yeah. assuming that. Yeah, if you don't have a dash cam, yeah, you just assume that they're going to do the work. Hayden's vehicle, we got an update on Friday. Why is it taking so long? So he needs a new transmission yeah. for his vehicle. Uh-huh. They ordered one in, installed it, realized they installed the wrong transmission. Oh, God. He has a six-speed uh, car. Yeah, they put yeah. in a five-speed transmission. Oh, jeez. Oh. Are they, like, covering anything? Oh, yeah, it's all covered. Yeah, but, like, are covering. they, like, a rental car? Yeah. Not yet. Oh. Not so, yet? No. Like your insurance <laughs> you got married a long time ago. Yeah, no, Hayden uh, has been driving the truck. Yeah. So we got to go in and be like, hey, this is... They should have, like, given a loaner car. Yeah. Now, well, now that it's, like, a mistake that they made, mm-hmm. we're be like, okay, you guys got to help us out a little. Mechanics don't give you a loaner car. But is this back at the dealership? Yeah. Like, it's under warranty, oh, right? Oh, it's under dealership. warranty. Yeah, yeah oh, this the is... Dealership. Yeah, the dealership okay. should have given yeah. you a loaner car. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and it's under warranty? Yeah. 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 Super that's fun. why there's no rush. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, like, they're, they're not making money on it. Yeah. So oh. I might have to start spending some of their money. Yeah. 
Yeah, We're talking even, about the dealership on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even believe that about the transmission. I don't either. Yeah. Right? Like that doesn't. Someone probably forgot to order it. I have yeah. never heard of the wrong trend. Like it was the same casing and everything. The only thing that was different was the internals. Yeah. yeah. And the person that shipped them the part was like, "Yep, nope, this is the right one." Mm. Oh, so it wasn't their fault, of course. No, the person that never. Shipped. Of course, yeah. never. never. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, you're gonna be waiting another month. A for that. month. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that sucks. What's yeah. the video? Brutal. That sucks big time. Yeah. Mm. All right, this story is. Uh, I don't. I mean, I. It's it's pretty gross. I don't know if it's true or not. But let's get to the bottom of it together. When you order things online, you probably expect them to arrive in tip-top condition, right? Like not all destroyed. Yeah. And maybe even ready to wear if you're in the need of something quick. Which is why one woman was left horrified when her son ordered some shorts from a store known as ASOS. Now, A-S-O-S is how the store is spelled. Um, She was expecting tip-top quality. And she received a little bit more than she bargained for. Uh Uh-oh. She's a journalist. She headed over to Instagram. The shorts that her son ordered came soiled in feces. No! No! Yeah. She also posted a trigger warning at the start of the post on Instagram because the stain was so unsightly. It also made the shorts unwearable. Well, yeah. Um, Now you're wondering, how did she know it wasn't just chocolate? Well, apparently when she opened up the package, it smelled horrendous. Guys, there's like a big mm. skid on there. It's, uh, she said it smelled, quote, like poo. That's oh, gross. Oh, gross. I, uh, how much stuff, like, uh, let's say you're ordering on Amazon. Um, do you get returned items? I thought all returned items just end up going to liquidation. Yeah, I thought so too. Like, I didn't I realize know. they actually put them back in well, the mix. This isn't Amazon. This is, this yeah. is a, a, like, from a, from an actual store. Mm. Is ASOS a high-end store? I don't know ASOS. Um, it's like a... I mean, I, it's not like super high-end. It's not like a... Like direct from like a designer. Uh-huh. But you could put it at like a like a, like a Gap. Oh. Right? Like you could put it like that. Oh. But still, though, if you order something from the Gap, you don't really expect like a... Poo stain. Poo stains all over it. Is this... Uh, is this her son trying to pass things off? Oh, like he... Oh. Yeah, the clothing's not that expensive. Like mom's doing laundry? And she's like, what the? Yeah. Oh, he's like, oh, I got it like that. Friggin' ASOS. <laughs> <laughs> she said that they, he took them out of the package and they look like that. Mm. That's gross. Are we sure it is what we think it is? She said the whole room filled with a poo smell. Mm. Was it because she was shocked and she farted? No, I don't think she was so shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> See, I don't know. There's a lot of holes in this story, Mom. Uh, because if it was shipped, like, is that is that smell stain in it? Yeah, it's bacteria. That's what makes the smell, right? Oh, I think. Uh, well, how about this, Ginge? I'll destroy my shorts and I'll mail them to you. Well, okay. I don't know if we need and to then do we'll that. do a test. You open them up a week later. Because this isn't <laughs> full. Like this, there's there's been some damage done on these shorts. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But it wasn't. You know, it was just a. Uh, a bit of a whoopsie in the shorts. Yeah, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a full accident. No. Why is it? Why does it start so high though? It is. Like, it's not in the. Like, yeah, right? you're right. It's up. Like, like we talked about high butt crack the other day. Like it starts just below it's, the waistline. Yeah, it is. What happened there? Because to me, that looks like a wipe. Or the destroyer wears their shorts low. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. If you're cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> Not cool enough to wear underwear. Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe the underwear didn't survive oh. either, Haley. Those ones were returned to a different company. <laughs> yeah, she's, she said, quote, my 21-year-old just received an order for some shorts. On opening the plastic sealed package, we could smell poo, and there is evidence on his order. Mm-hmm. Man. Hmm. I, I don't know what I would do if something like that. I throw it in the up. garbage is what I would do. Well, no, I, I would send it back. This text here at 56789 says, Hey, guys, I think they put some of them back without checking. I ordered breast pump parts from Amazon. Yeah. And when it came, you could see that it had previous breast milk droplets in it. Oh, mm. God. It was no. obvious. Oh. It was a returned item. Some pieces were also missing, so back it went. Okay, so some stuff is put back into the yeah, mix. some oh. stuff is. You shouldn't put that stuff back, though, because that's like a, a health issue. Yeah. Yeah, anything well, that poop, could be, yeah. bodily fluid, like poop, pee. Yeah, you know. yeah but like uh, if this was just returned, it would be thrown back into the mix of uh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, it would be. No one's going to open the shorts up to make sure someone didn't put a skid in there. No. They probably held them up. They're like, good enough, whatever. <laughs> but if they stink. Because the poop stain, uh, I, I only have one shot of the shorts. Yeah, me too. Oh, so you can't see the other side if it no. made it through? I don't know if it made mm. it all the way. But yeah, according to mom, this smell should have given the telltale sign to anyone packaging these shorts up. Maybe. I bet you they're all masked up. This goes deeper than we think. Dis- disgruntled employee. <laughs> oh, maybe it was the employee. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, if that's the case, you know, it's pretty I, gross. good on that employee. <laughs> all right. This next story here is crazy. Ginge and I were looking at this yesterday and it doesn't make any sense. It's not unusual for kids to find worms in the backyard, but this kiddo over in New Zealand, uh, was absolutely delighted to discover the biggest worm he says his family has ever seen. I'm going to say anyone has ever seen. His name is Barnaby Domigan. Mm-hmm. He's age nine, and he was playing with his younger siblings after school when he found an earthworm by a stream at the bottom of the family garden. He grabbed it with a stick and thought to himself, what an amazing discovery. So he showed his family. It is something nightmares are made out of. Well, yeah, we have. Yeah, I've touched like a couple. Oh, my God. Yeah. Crash. Look at that. No. Yep. It's like our worms, but uh, a thousand times bigger. A thousand times. It is disgusting. It's the grossest thing I've ever seen. They shouldn't be able to get that big. That is nasty. That's a snake. Um, If you stretched it out, I don't know if you have the dimensions there, but it looks like if you stretched it out, it would probably be six feet long. It's a meter. Oh my God. It's a meter long. Three feet. And it's it's, uh, those worms that come out after rainfall. Like those big earthworms. Yeah, Yeah. like a big chunky earthworm. The ones that slide across the driveway. Yeah. But even (laughs) like... Like four or five inches, they're too much. Yeah, if you pick yeah. them up and they're all like, uh, oh why God. did it get so big? Well, apparently that's just the way it is in New Zealand. Giant earthworms were once widespread, but because of the human population digging up marshlands and mm. other, you know, areas for development, uh, now they're just found in undisturbed areas such as forests. They say it's quite rare to find them in a domestic garden, like this young man found it in. Uh, the very large earthworms um, and them growing to be 1.3 meters in length. Is not out of the ordinary. Oh. Uh, it's just a native earthworm species to New Zealand. If we had longer season, like a longer summer season, could our worms potentially just keep growing? It's possible. No. Is that what's uh, holding back our harvest is our tiny worms? Could be. Because you want worms in the garden. Yeah, right? if you have worms in the garden, that means a healthy garden. Yeah. Because you can so buy nice. worms to throw in your garden. So if we had bigger worms, ipso facto, yeah. better garden. Yeah, if we yeah. Had, if we had nicer weather... We'd have better gardens, more yeah. worms. What are those idiots doing when it rains? Why do they head to the sidewalk? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't know. Why do they go out there? Um, I think it's got something to do with drowning, maybe. 
Well, it's all the water, but it doesn't take much. Like a, just a quick little mist on the ground and for like ten minutes. All of a sudden, everywhere. there's worms on the driveway, and, and you're like, like the slowest thing around. Yeah, yeah. But they really put the pedal to the metal as soon as the rain starts hitting. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what they're. I don't they know what they're getting. Sit out there and dry up like a bunch of dumbs. Yeah. yeah, get moving. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know what the point is when they're doing that. I know. I thought it was for warmth too, because the pavements are warm. But I'm, we're probably totally wrong. I've got no idea. If they wanted that, they'd come out all the time for warmth. Yes. Yeah. And, and like, you're raking, you the, path of, raking bird, the path of robins. Yeah, birds come yeah. out. Yeah, robins yeah. just pluck you. Idiots. Do the worms not know? I don't know. Uh, maybe Do they... worms not know about robins? <laughs> I, I'm going to guess a worm doesn't really have a brain. There's no one to tell the tale. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So you should go out and shout at your yard. <laughs> Stay in the dirt! <laughs> the robins are coming! Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, this text here says, guys, we've got lots of large worms. We have night crawlers at our acreage. Yeah. The darn oh. things actually rip right through the grass, and they're fast. Good for fishing. Oh, my goodness. They had a quick little googly. Yeah. And according to news.wisc.edu, so you know That's it's legit. trusted. Um, worms can't get enough oxygen when the soil is flooded. Oh. So they come up top to breathe. Oh, they're like, was right. And then robins are like, Yep. Haley was right. But why not just come on? Why do they head to the sidewalk, though? Just get on top of the dirt. Yeah, just poke your head up and be like, periscope style. And then go back down. Yeah. And yeah. maybe they get stuck on the concrete. Like they're going in a direction. They're like, oh no, the concrete. And then, well, oops. Well, no, they can, they can make it across. It's just the birds get them or yeah, it gets too hot and they dry out. Or the ground is just too watery. So they keep going until they end up on a flat surface. Yeah. On a flat surface. Mm. Imagine seeing this New Zealand snake stretched out on a sidewalk. After oh. nice go back inside. You take a stick to that, right? I just Ever. yeah, I'm with Haley. I just go back inside, call in sick for work forever. No, have you seen the monsters on the sidewalk? I'm not coming in. Yeah, I'd never leave, never ever leave. No, how big are their robins? <laughs> right, <laughs> pterodactyls. Yeah. yeah, that could feed like a yeah. hundred robins. <laughs> That's true. Now I'm not sure if these would actually work the way this article says they would, but maybe it's something that all motorcyclists should get on board with. There's a new pet that has been released, and you can now be safer thanks to this company that has put out the world's first airbag denim. Oh. The garment is made from the strongest denim on the planet. Even more unique are the airbags that activate via small CO2 cartridges whenever you fall off your bike. So envision this. You fall off your motorcycle, your pants go poof. Yeah. And the airbags are released i think it's a great idea mm-hmm. unless they accidentally pop <laughs> yeah so far they haven't popped yeah like if you uh if you're wearing them and you gotta pop into a gas station and you accidentally walk into a shelf is it gonna pop well you know because <laughs> your partner gives you a nice uh butt smack yeah yeah they, <laughs> your ass just inflates <laughs> apparently they work kind of like an emergency stop on a treadmill it's attached via a, a tether ah uh, okay all right okay. So, that makes sense like if you forget i guess then there ginger just put a picture of them up oh wow. so there's the jeans wearing them normally hey whatever can help save anyone on a motorcycle right yeah so you basically plug into your bike and if you fall off the bike they activate yeah 
Because you know, like uh, when you're snowmobiling, you connect that uh, little yeah. tether cord. Yeah, if you fall like, off, it kills the engine. Yeah, same yeah. thing like a sea doo. In this case, it deploys your pants. Yeah. Huh. The trigger mechanism is that tether connecting the jeans to the motorcycle. So when the equivalent of a road accident occurs, the tether creates a puncture in the cartridges that then inflates your jeans. If the rider is thrown from the bike, a protective air cushion is instantly deployed, and afterwards, you can use them again. The oh. CO2 cartridges are replaceable. Oh, that's a great idea. Cool. So it's literally like the Michelin man flying off a motorcycle. Correct. <laughs> Just tumbling down the road. Ba-boom, yeah. Ba-boom, oh, that's ba-boom. neat. Isn't that kind of neat? Yeah, yeah. I've never fallen off a bike. Yeah. Where are you taking the brunt of the damage? Is it the is it the trunk? Uh, or I, I imagine like the forearms. Or like what? a hand. Well, it depends. Yeah. Depends on how you fall off. Yeah. And if someone like smokes you with their car. Well, don't. Well, that's, that's something else. Yeah. yeah. Airbag is... pants are going to help you there. <laughs> no. Why a bike? Because you're going to go flying off the bike. If you get hit by a car, I think it's the car doing the yeah. killing. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> you're going to lose a leg. Probably. <laughs> they do say the airbag jeans reduce the risk of injuries and are as comfortable as any other pant and are 100% reusable. Hmm. People are texting wanting to know if you can wash them. Uh, I think if you take the CO2 cartridges out. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Cool. They're just airbag pants. Huh. <laughs> What a neat idea. Yeah. yeah so that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Pictures are up in the app there if you guys want to have a look at it. Let me also show, I'll put another photo up. This fella here has fallen off of his motorcycle. Oh, and they're inflated? And they are inflated. Some people, uh, Joy says, uh, is it similar to the pants Sam Smith wore on that award show? Very similar. <laughs> yes. He was all puffed up. <laughs> he was, it, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. Just in the pantry. There he is. Oh. So see, he's taking a tumble. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. And it's just a smooth glide. Yeah. And he uh, bounced around. Mm -hmm. And look, if you look like, look at his his side of his butt there has been saved. Right, yeah, because he's just bouncing on air. He's bouncing on air. Yeah. Hmm. Look at that. This text here says, if you forget to disconnect the tether and you get off your bike normally, will the airbags inflate and knock your bike over? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. Most likely, yes, they will. Mm. If you're looking for a new fragrance to wear out on the town or to work, or maybe you just want to wear your fragrance to pick up the kids from school, you wouldn't ordinarily think of spraying yourself down with gin. But now you can. Mm. A company called Tamworth Distilling has unveiled a new product called Sylvan Mint which is the world's first wearable gin perfume. Mm. Okay. It's described as woodsy, unisex, combining violet leaf, chamomile flowers, juniper, balsam fir, citrus, and baronia flowers. And apparently you're going to smell like a boreal forest, fresh cut grass, kiwi skin, and honeydew melon. It actually sounds pretty nice. It does sound nice. Nice and fresh. Even better... It's drinkable. You could oh, oh wow. Meaning you can make yourself a cocktail and alternate spritzing your cocktail and your neck with this gin. So I could spray down my neck and uh, walk up to someone and be like, do you want to lick me? Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's a potent 151 proof, Ooh. but it's not intended to be the base Ooh. in a stiff perfume martini. It's supposed to be a garnish that you spray onto the drink. Is it a unisex cologne? Yes, it is. Perfume? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did they choose gin because, you know, gin has a certain uh, reputation. Things fall off. Yes. Is that the idea behind the gin perfume? I think so. I think it sounds like it smells great. I do love gin. Yeah, gin's fun. I love them. I love them all. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make this one. I'm going to. But this summer, 
I'm going. Yeah, I have all the the shakers. I have everything. Yeah. I'm going to make some good gin drinks this summer. Right. Crash says he's going to. It's always going to be the summer of gin, and then he ends up drinking. It's the summer of Coors. Coors. <laughs> <laughs> so much easier. It is. Cocktails are exhausting. I yeah. know. Um. What gives? Is it juniper? What gives gin its ginny smell? I think it's juniper. It's juniper. I think you nailed mm. it. Yeah. I like gin too. Gin smells great like, as far as liquors go, but it's still like. It's no cologne. Well, no. It's no, it's no CK Escape. But I think if, because uh, this is just, a, it's a mixture of a bunch of stuff to make it smell really good. Because I've had some good gin drinks where I'm like, well, that smells fantastic. Yeah. Right? So it's not just spraying like Bombay on you. Gin, <laughs> gin or vodka? Oh, what gin. Do, oh, hands down. Gin. You're choosing gin every oh, time? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, there's better drinks made with gin, but I feel like vodka is much more versatile. Mm-hmm. Mm. If depends, you had a depends choice, on the though. job on hand. I guess, yeah, gin does limit you a bit. But I'm looking just like on the cocktail list? Yeah, just on the, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'll go for the ginny. You're coming over, I'm giving you a gin and soda mm. or a vodka soda. What do you want? Oh, gin. Okay. Well, yeah, gin and tonic. I don't like tonic. A G and T. Yeah, not gin, not gin and soda. Ugh. I don't like tonic water. It's sweet. I like a gin and juice. A gin, oh, gin what and juice. What kind of juice? Just OJ. Yeah, just OJ. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. All right. That's, that's good. All right. Okay. Well, now you can spray it down. Uh, this text here says, if you, if you do that, you'll smell like you spent a week on the main strip at Sylvan Lake. Well, that's a great... Yeah. I mean, people are drinking in Sylvan Lake. Mm-hmm. Having fun. Yeah. Right? Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. It's going to be beautiful weather. Get to it. Apparently, Snoop Dogg's strawberry gin is delicious. Oh, I love a good strawberry gin. That's why I got into the gin and juice. Snoop saying about him, like, oh, this must be good. <laughs> <laughs> and this story here is pretty wild. Once again, I am going to put a warning on it that it is a little raunchy. A video of a groom saying his wedding vows has racked up over 18 million views on TikTok, but not because he's tender and loving towards his wife. He's so focused on bedroom activities that mm-hmm. it's creepy and cringy. I saw this. Oh. Did you see it? I was so glad that Hayden didn't do this at our wedding. Were you went, worried? No. Thank goodness. But I would have been mortified. Because well, your f- entire family's My there. whole family. And I've got like grandparents that would blush if you say ass. So, like, yeah. I, I was so worried. I'm like, oh, they better leave before it gets oh. too rowdy. Were you concerned like with Hayden doing that and like uh, other people doing speeches? Yeah, I was worried yeah. about other people's speeches. Yeah. And you're like, what stories are they going to dig oh, up? Oh, so worried. There's yeah. so many bad things I've done. <laughs> so many stupid things. Yeah. I'm even like second guessing on whether or not I should play the audio. Is it that bad? I'm sure it's fine. Uh, we've got a dump button. Right? Yeah, we've yeah, got a dump it, button. Yeah, what's it going to hit? Okay, I'm going to set this up for you. So first of all, these are the wedding vows. I also want to just say, by the way, his mom is the officiant. Oh, no. So that makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. So the wedding photographer posted the clip, and it starts out earlier in the day when he asks the groom if there's anything he wants to say. Mm. So this is him being interviewed by the wedding photographer, and he says, I hope we have a lot of sex, a lot. Mm. And then there's some of the things that he said in his vows. Mm. Okay. Oh, actually, I don't know if I can run it. Oh, come on. Yeah, okay. I, can, I got the jump button. It was a little raunchy. <laughs> Like, uh, what are we talking, like PNV? Like, more than playing with balls. <laughs> is yeah, he saying, fine. like, is it like, is he using, like, you know, slang words for the... Um, no, here, Crash, so. I'm going to email it to you. <laughs> Make it I'll listen to, just, to you, uh, you listen to it in your ears, and we'll, we she's, will have some you know banter. She's, she's leaving it up to me now. Yeah, make it Crash's fault. I, uh, <laughs> I am going to make it your fault. Does she still uh, give him the I do at the end? So, yeah, she does, but, so like, now there's... Now it's binding. Here, like, here's you the thing, her. is that, like, he says things, I'll just, like, um... 
the first one I, I don't know if I can say on, on the air the second one he says like this by the way these are all in his vows mm-hmm. he says nothing's better than the sound of gags and headboard slams oh man. yeah yeah oh. like like it's like in the su- vows it's, yeah. yeah this is in the vows like it's like super raunchy it's not it's not like it's not tender in telling how much he truly loves her and yeah. how much he loves doing it with and in, her. And in my opinion, it's not even really overly that funny. No, and it's just, it's it's awkward. Oh, then, uh, yeah, then, then it's not worth playing. Well, just you have a listen. Oh. I mean, it, it's, you're leaving it up to me. It could I, be, can, it, I can't log in on this computer. It could be, it could be. on my phone. It could be, um... Edited. What does it sounds like he was uh, edited playing it for laughs? Time to edit. I don't know. No, I think it is edited. Crash. (laughs) Well, he's not using swear words. Yeah, he's not using swear words. It's just it's edgy. Like it's edgy. How about we fire it up and the first one? I'll okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Yeah, because I can't log in over here. So I want you guys to start thinking about this. Um, Were you at a wedding? Maybe it was your own. And was something a little off said in the wedding vows? Did they really go off Maybe in the it, wrong direction? <laughs> was it in a speech where somebody was like a little like drunk and said something that was a little like embarrassing for the family? Cringy. Cringy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, oh, God. Okay. Get fired up. And then as soon as you're uncomfortable, you stop it or I'll hit the dumb button. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Right. Only yeah. two things yeah. are required oh. to keep me happy. Keep my belly full and my. B- oh, okay. <laughs> Hang on. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll oh, be back it up. Okay. So this oh, is. I remember that. Yeah, he just wants a full belly. It's beeped. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and his beep empty. <laughs> oh dang. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Well, I, I get it. I get oh. it. <laughs> Sorry, I just was doing some miming. If we can all revert back to the Wheel of Fortune clip. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, ooh. You get it, Crash? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is my mind. That's I don't know. In front of his mom. Uh, so his mom is officiating uh, the wedding. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. One okay, more time. Yeah, here, yeah. We go. here we go. Only two things are required to keep me happy: keep my belly full and my b- empty. <laughs> well, you're amazing at half of it. We really need to get you some cooking lessons. Oh my! Even when my belly isn't full, there is no one I could ever love more in this lifetime, unless. I actually get a chance to meet Margot Robbie. Since the beginning, I was always told life gets even better when the kids fall asleep and you tell me to come to the bedroom. <laughs> Nothing's better than the sound of <laughs> and headboard slamming. Oh, Michael. P.S. Since you're so good at making decisions like marrying me, you can choose whether tonight's going to end with being a toaster, strudel, or a Twinkie. Oh, my. Oh, 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 oh no. Being that I am his mom, I will deal with him later. He is grounded. By all means. Oh, oh my god! god. Throw that You could hear he was reading too, right? Yeah, yeah. He wrote this he, yeah, he chose. It's not like he flubbed and no, panicked. No, he didn't. He didn't panic. Uh, he this like, guy's, this he guy's read nasty. it. He wrote it out. Was that his mom that threw in that Michael there? Yeah, yeah. Michael, Michael. Knock shut it your off, mouth. Michael. You shut. Well, this is bad on her too. Oh, that's she yes. raised the boy. I'm yeah, judging she her. Raised, just yeah, the kid with the filthy mouth. I'm like secondhand embarrassed for that man. Yeah. If you were the it's not guy, as bad as I thought, but it is disgusting. This is disgusting. Oh, that's much. It was well, no, like for like uh, for us like hitting the dumb button. Oh, yeah. like the vulgarity. Yeah, yeah. But like on the but on just still what the, he the would context, say. Yeah, you you're nasty. Yeah. You're embarrassing. What what did she say? What was her reaction? She was giggling. That's who was laughing through the whole thing. She thought it was hilarious. Is that just a nervous? giggle because you're like I'm in front of this room and yeah, uh, yeah we planned it <laughs> and then when it's all done she's like what the hell's your problem <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't marry you no. it's just embarrassing to all I want it's like uh, a little uncouth uh, yeah, but it's also super. like the most bro-y frat boy 
Yeah. Like, yeah, it's the, like the he's, Twinkie toaster strudel. Yeah. It's like he turned to his groomsman, like fist bumping. Yeah, got her. Yeah, it's like they all got drunk on beers that night and wrote the vows together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, you know what'll hit? This. Because <laughs> this is going to be a day, like, typically, like, people like to, you know, remember the wedding day. It's a bit uh, of a day. And nowadays, everyone's filming it. Well, and that's why it's, that's why it's gone viral, yeah, because yeah. people were filming it. It's, it's up on TikTok. Not just people film. I think they had it professionally filmed. Like, they this did. Is, this is a censor-free shot here. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, 10 years from now, they're like, let's watch our wedding video. Oh. And they're like, what? <laughs> and just cringe. Yeah, that's bad. Oh, it's so bad. Mm-hmm. Were hers like, uh, they don't even show hers. As well? I she think pr- I watched hers on TikTok. They showed it. Hers were nicer. Well, I would imagine yeah. so. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. She's like, I found my forever person, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I'm just so in love with you. Yeah, like, <laughs> legit vows. Yeah, live, love, laugh, you know. Yeah, live, love, laugh yeah. forever. And he's like, yeah, we're rocking the headboard, baby. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. You see, like, that's at least kind of funny because it's over the top. Like, he was like. Yeah. But this, like, like Marzi said, he's reading these. Like, he took the time to write them. Yeah. But also, like, took the time to type them out. Like, this isn't like scribbled on the back of a napkin. Yeah. It's like he the planned nice, it. Yes. Yeah. This is fully planned. I, I'm guessing he thought like he would get a rise out of the room. I think he thought he was going to get a rise out yeah. of the room. But that's not the time to do it, is no. it? No. No. It's not like, the time to practice your you're raunchy not stand up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is horrible. As it way. is, it's already the part of the wedding where people are like get on with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this text here, 56789 from Josh, says, I just got in my truck and I heard some awkward awkward moments at wedding speeches or vows. Mm. My buddy read his vows and mentioned that his wife will never compare to his mom. The whole room cringed. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. I love you, baby, but you'll never be like my mommy. <laughs> <laughs> and mommy's in the audience. She's like, she's like, hearts. 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 Yeah, <laughs> blasting them hearts. Yeah. <laughs> you got that right, hon. <laughs> you won't ever be like me. I love my baby. Oh, no. Oh, no. I love you, mom. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm doing this. It's her, it's her idea. It's her idea. She's really forcing me, mom. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh. Well, All right. yeah. This guy's a real POS. Yeah, clearly that's that's a nasty. So I want to know from you guys this morning, uh, was there something really cringy said at your wedding? Mm -hmm. Maybe and it doesn't necessarily have to be in the vows and it doesn't have to be from your partner. It can just be from the speeches. A lot of times when you mix like alcohol with nerves, when sometimes it's open mic with the speeches, there's just that mic there and someone grabs it like uh, a quarter, like three quarter way into the night. Oh, yeah. And there are three sheets to the wind. They're like, I just want to talk about. Yeah, Yeah. it's just not good. You should have seen the stuff. Becky got up to you in university. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, Becky. Oh, yeah. I made our DJ hide the microphones. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's good. Smart. Yeah, that was <laughs> smart. It's a time a lot of memories get dug up at weddings, and mm-hmm. people love to embarrass the bride and groom. Mm-hmm. There's like a fine line of like the stories you can tell. Yeah, from like, yeah, fun stories to roasting. Yes. Yeah. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Um, we're talking about if uh, you had an awkward moment at the wedding with the speeches. Someone got up there, whether it was uh, maybe vows, yes. got a little awkward. Yeah. Because Mars played some very inappropriate audio. I did. I might add. I, well, I mean, it was, it was edited. 
maybe the end could have been edited, but it was edited. <laughs> There's some headboard talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah, some other talk. <laughs> yeah, Faceless. it's yeah. all fine. Yeah. Well, video of a bad. groom saying his wedding vows has racked up over 18 million views on TikTok, not because he's tender and loving, but because he's so focused on bedroom activities that it's creepy and cringy, and his mom was the officiant. And you guys have some wild stories yeah. rolling in here. If you don't have her app yet, download her app and read the stories coming in. Uh, Christina's hanging on here. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Hi. Good. Uh, your your father in law. He got uh, oh. he got a little wild with his speech, right? Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess not wild, but he likes to think he's in with the kids, and he kind of mixed up his words a bit. Oh um, no. My, <laughs> so my husband is an avid gamer, and my father in law likes to game with them, and he went on about how they pound noobs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, yes. They pound noobs. I mean, yeah, they're pounding noobs every night. You know what, though? I kind of understand what he's saying, which is probably yeah, makes me old. It's showing my age a little bit. But, but like seeing the father-in-law yeah. saying that, everyone's like, oh, God, cringy. Oh, I know, right? I totally get it. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm in the Timmy's drive-thru. That's all right. That's, That's okay. Right. That's okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks so much, Christina. Have a great day. Thank you. Yeah. You guys have a great day. Thanks. No problem. You too. Okay, Good luck on your roll-up. <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> Um, pound noobs. Yeah, I mean, you can, I guess an old guy can slip into noobs, but you can't pound them. No, you, you can't, can't pound them. No, no. And for everybody else, like, like Graham Graham in the room, like, she's she like, what? Who's pounding noobs? What's he pounding? Yeah. Is that guy talking about him and his son pounding noobs? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know what I'm talking about, boy. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, another one here. 780 Um, Mandy, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Hi, uh, we're great. Doing pretty good. Uh, you ended up making things awkward with a speech, right? Yes. I I was uh, giving a toast to the groom at my best friend's wedding, and I flubbed it. The toast went perfectly. Nice. I was very happy on a roll. Right at the very end, what I was supposed to say was, please join me in raising a glass. Yes. And what I actually said was, please enjoy me. <laughs> And then I realized what I said and stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy me and raise a Everyone, glass. take it all in. <laughs> take it all in. Oh, it went in. over. It, yeah, it went over. Everybody stopped. And, and then the laughter started rolling across the room. And yes. then it got, and I was immediately right in the face and oh, humiliated. And, oh, my best friend thought it was hilarious, too, because I kind of roasted him a little bit in the speech. So he was just enjoying yeah. that moment oh yes I wish yeah. you had like followed through with all of it and didn't realize exactly what you said and you're like mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. no I I leaned into it and I said well I'm still single and raised my glass and yes. then kept going there oh that's awesome there I love go. it I think that's so hilarious yeah great story Mandy thanks thanks Mandy no problem thanks bye. bye I think I would flub uh, I would flub my script I love that everyone mm-hmm. please Enjoy me <laughs> raising this glass. Yeah, day, like, uh, the yeah. day's really all about <laughs> me. me. <laughs> uh, Vic, how you doing? Morning. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good. Um, uh, did you realize that you gave a cringy speech, or you discovered after the fact? Well, right when I said it, I was like, "Uh oh, I've said something wrong." And what oh. happened is, is, my buddy had asked me on his wedding to MC at a very last minute, maybe just a day ago. Okay. And uh, we were introducing the bridesmaid and groomsmen uh, in the reception party. Yeah. And um, for some weird reason, uh, there was a groomsman walking who was also a good friend of mine. Uh, His name was Bruce. And I called him 
introducing uh, introducing bridesmaid uh, Bruce. Mm. And I went, oh my god! Because he called him a bridesmaid. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> and I'm I sure was Bruce was cool. Blood. I was so flushed in my face, and I just had to. Like, it was like a good three second pause, and I kind of snapped out of it, and I continued on not not thinking what I said, and I'm like, okay, let's just move ahead. Yeah. Well, yeah, when you say something like that and realize, you're like, oh, no, I just messed up. Like, it kind of trips you up as you try to continue now. It does. I think, well, though, yeah, I think people well, can forgive over that. They're just, because they know you're nervous. I would never forgive you. Crash wouldn't forgive <laughs> you. But. There's, there's a whole room of, like, 200 people sitting down and just looking at you. Yeah, so. that's true. I know. It's yeah. nerve-wracking. Public speaking sucks. It's tough. Yeah. yeah. And, and getting one-day notice? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Kudos to you for Woo! doing that. But it was, a, it was an awesome day anyway, though, and I, I'm so happy for my buddy. Yeah, Good. that's awesome. Oh, that's yeah, great your news. Your bridesmaid buddy. Yeah, your bridesmaid <laughs> right. buddy. Okay, thanks, Vic. Thanks, Vic. Awesome. Thanks, man. Okay. Have a good ride. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah. It is, uh, like, I'm sure the bride and groom sometimes worry about it more than they need to. Because, you know, it's their day and they, they think about it more than everyone else really oh, yeah. is. And the person up at the mic who's having a hard time is certainly yeah. concerned about it. But if you're a guest at a wedding where that train's a little off the tracks, uh-huh. it's pretty great. Oh, I love it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's it's the only, the only time, wedding to go to. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the only time I enjoy a wedding. <laughs> yeah, that's When things time. go off the rails. Yes. When you can see, like, yeah. oh, my God. And if it's the most boring wedding, I'm going to plant things to make sure it goes off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> This text here says, guys, my parents are divorced, and during our wedding, I invited my dad to give a speech, and then my mom. Nice. Well, my mom forgot that she was supposed to prepare a speech, so she got up there reluctantly and said something along the lines of, thanks for letting me know I was coming up here to give a speech. Oh. Um, No one laughed. uh, Everyone was just confused, and she kind of rambled something off. Oh. It was hella awkward. Awkward. Don't joke. It's hard, like, because I think she was, like, they said she was being Just, sarcastic. Well, it's a joke, but it comes across a little mean. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. That was. It sounded like she was yeah. very angry. Maybe oh. that was just the way you delivered it. It's the way I delivered it. <laughs> I bet her dad, her divorced dad, didn't mind that. Oh, I'm up there blowing at his ex. Oh, yeah. He's like, look mm-hmm. at her. What a oh. mess. Mm-hmm. You see, honey? Yeah. This is why your parents split up. <laughs> your mom's a terrible public speaker. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Marley, how you doing? <laughs> Hey guys, how's it going? Good, Hi. good. Um, your brother ended up busting something cringy out at uh, your parents' wedding. Yeah, well, so my my dad's been remarried twice, and yeah. you know that marriage didn't last very long either. But when he was marrying my former stepmom, um, my brother and I, we were I was eight, he was my brother was five years old at the time. My mom my actual mom like not being happy really about it sent us in track pants and uh, turtlenecks to the wedding <laughs> and um, <laughs> to top it all off in the middle of the wedding my brother decided to announce to everyone um, I don't like my stepmom like just publicly out loud at five years old no um, and oh. it was the most like awkward thing in the world because it was like um, a wedding in my dad's house oh. so like it was very intimate very small oh. like we were all just inside at tables and stuff and it wasn't like he needed a mic to hear you hear him say yeah. that yeah and I was just everyone was just standing there like hmm okay and little to the truth six few oh. years later it turns out he was right because they're divorced now oh. so it didn't last very Long. Yeah, yeah. Oh. How awkward. And like they're standing up there and it's like, shh, yeah, shh, you the, shut your mouth. The five-year-old's like, I don't like her. Yeah. You're not my yeah. favorite. Like my stepmom. 
Yeah, I don't like my stepmom. So uh, unfortunate for her, um, I we can tell laugh about it now, kind of all the time. But it, uh, yeah, uncomfortable situation to say the least. Because what do you do? He's five. So. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Oh. Okay. Thanks, Marley. <laughs> yeah. No problem, guys. See you hey. later. Bye. Bye. Like, you can oh. get away without a five. Even a teen, maybe, an sure. angry teen. But, but yeah, if you're a bit older, well, no. But when you're a five, it's honest. Yeah, and if there's That's already... That's the problem. If there's already, like, some, like, unsaid tension about relationships in the yeah. room... Yeah. And that kid just cuts to the bone. It's also somehow more embarrassing, like, in an intimate setting. In uh-huh. front of, like, 20 people... Sure. ...than 200. And you know damn well the answer in the corner. They're like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you're not alone, honey. Oh, yeah. Listen, I'm an aunt. One of my favorite things to do is to sit in the corner and go, uh-huh. <laughs> this text here at 56789 says our best man in his speech said the only time that he had seen my husband so happy was after he had taken a dump on a volcano in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, geez. it was a very funny delivery, but I still joke with him that it hurt a little about how he compared me to a dump. <laughs> But it was like the best day yeah. ever. Oh. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity. You're comparing the bride to a poop. A poopy. Uh, here, let's get one more in. Um, let's do uh, Patty. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. Excellent. Hi. Um, oh, what's this? Your MC at your wedding got a little cringy. Oh. Yeah. Well, he was mentioned that my bridesmaid was my roommate at that point, and that's when we had house phones. And okay. he kept commenting about the fact that um, all the boys kept calling our house. And always asking for my bridesmaid. And he forgot to mention that her husband must have called the most because she ended up marrying him. But anyways, the comment about all the boys calling my um, bridesmaid, her husband stood up in the middle of our wedding and asked for a divorce. Oh what? my Wait, God! What? what? Wow! That's like the ultimate awkward. <laughs> uh, what? Like was he? Was he serious? Oh, yeah. They got divorced uh, shortly after that. Did he, like, make an effort to go get the microphone, or he just shouted it? He shouted it. Oh. It would have been something else if he walked up to the DJ, grabbed the microphone, <laughs> and was like, I want a divorce! Oh, no. Wow. That's that's a shock. That's insane. I mean, yeah, it was awkward. kind of brings down the party vibe in the room a few notches, too, hey? When someone's mad. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Wow. I had a bridesmaid bawling in the um, washroom after that. Apartment. I bet. I yeah. Bet. Did did everyone continue to party? Or yeah, I'd fire up the music. <laughs> <laughs> Want to join the show live? Live. Catch them weekday mornings, six to ten on one zero two three Now Radio. One zero two three Now Radio.